Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with an... Where's my sound effect? There it is. <laughs> Jesus. Man, already? Already? Let me start that over. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's evening facts over feelings live stream where we kick these facts and we don't care about your feelings all right today's highlight of today's show how the ladies the xx's the women the pretty women the pretty woman family sees how women use the court of public opinion to bury you all right and uh we've been talking about this for a quite a long time yeah there it is right there the court of public opinion all right yes take your ass to court all right we're gonna take this ass to court we're gonna tattletale on you all right, we're going to tattletale on you. And they're very good at doing this. And it's not just to court. All right, the court of public opinion could be anything. All right, we talk about the damsel in distress. So essentially what happens is they feel like they're going to, if they get their part of the story out first and they can bury you with detailed information because they're very good at keeping details. If you have a girlfriend or a wife right now, all right, you're, you're looking at your wife. I want you to look at your, all right, look, 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 look. Somebody do this. Look, somebody said the sounds are low. All right, it's the highest I can get it. Maybe I can get it into the microphone. I want you to look like this. Yeah, the wife deleted. She posted a TikTok. Okay, but listen, I want you to, if you're, if you're near your wife, if you're near your wife, I know a lot of wives watch me, right? Okay, if you're with your wife or your girlfriend right now, look at your girl. I know you're with your girl. Look at your girl right now. I want you to take a good look at her. The one that loves you. Take a good look at her. That individual that you're sitting here watching the day show with has taken very uh, descriptive notes about everything you've done to her in a relationship. You're in a relationship right now. Okay. I want you to look at her right now. She has details about events written down with the date and time, particularly probably with a photo of said event or result right now. She has that information right now. And she's hugged up, cuddled up, looking at you or listening to you right now. And that's you. Yes, your wife right now. Your wife right now. Should, the ball, should you drop the ball? Has detailed events, receipts of stuff that she paid for. He said, don't tell him everything about you. She has receipts of things that she paid for. You have zero receipts of anything that you paid for. She has receipts. She has detailed information of every youth league that she signed your kid up for. Not every league you signed him up for. Not every piece of equipment that you bought for his football, basketball uh, 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 team. She has none of that information in her book. Right now, she has all of that information ready to go, ready, set, fire with the date, time, receipt. Uh, date date stamp paid for x y and z every time you took a trip every time you did something sideways every time you said something sideways she has it in the book right now she has it in the book right now she got a file on you and if she's ready to pull your file she will she will and she's got people to corroborate said event said uh, uh said purchase she she's the agent of the state she's the agent of chaos so should you drop the ball she will take her ass Right to her file, pull your motherfucking file and tear your ass up in the court of public opinion, up, down, left and right. Now, see, the thing is, men don't do this. Men, we don't do this stuff, right? We think 
everybody's going to like us for what we provide. Everything, everybody's going to like us for doing what we're doing. But they know at some particular point, she's going to have to pull your file. All right. She has no trust in you. She has no faith and no belief in you, but she's hoping that you have unconditional love and faith and trust on her. But yes, your girl, you're sitting next to her right now. She has detailed notes and a spreadsheet. She got a spreadsheet on the computer, Excel or a table graph on Word, on a Word document. Right now, of all the things that she did and all the things that she bought, and she's got the receipt for the furniture you guys purchased. She's got a receipt for the washer and dryer. She's got a receipt. She got all that shit. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? I will bet you a chicken sandwich, all right, a bologna sandwich, all right, that she has this information. And the reason why she has it is this is how she protects and secure herself. And this is how she does show herself to be what? She's the angel when she goes to the court of public opinion. Every, every piece of clothes that she's bought you, every PlayStation 5 that she bought you, every gift. Remember, she never gives you a gift. She loans you something. What you give her is a gift. What she gives you a loan. Everything that she's purchased, she got a receipt. Mm. All right. So, um, and that's you. Just know that's the case. So, we're going to get into this one. We're also going to talk about a young lady who went on to the court of public opinion, TikTok, and she had something to say about her husband. And her husband found out. His husband found out. I don't know how he found out, but he was like, um, I'm sorry. What? You know who found out? <laughs> yeah, the husband found out and he said, What? Larry Bird. Wait a minute, one. not that one. He was like, I'm sorry, what you have to say? What you say, chick? <laughs> Is that your chick? All right. So anyway, man, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about a great, great red pill moment by Mike Tyson. We're gonna talk about the damsel in distress. We're gonna talk about an IG model that out here spreading that package. All right. She probably working on seeking, giving around AIDS. All right. What's going on, man? man, man hey, hey, I predicted a sexually transmitted disease potentially might take over the country or the world. And actually, right now we got booty pox coming up. All right. That might be a cereal at some particular point. We got booty pox running around here. And now women out here spreading AIDS around like mayonnaise at Subway. All right. Probably charge some rappers. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about the uh, IG model. I'm sorry, a video vixen from the 1990s into the 2000s that hit the wall at warp speed. All right. So that's what we got to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. But but nonetheless, nonetheless, how you contributed to today's show is the cash app dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Uh, PayPal is going to be paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams. I don't link it. They tripping. All right. Um, I'm trying to get them on the phone to see what's going on over there. Until they stop tripping. And then we actually have Venmo now, which I'll probably link in the live chat probably as of next week. But Venmo is Coach Greg Adams TV. All right. So, anyway, uh, the world is crashing around us. And y'all be watching, <laughs> you know, all of you guys that call me doom and gloomers, I'll watch the world melt all right, around you. You guys can't even go outside. There's people that don't even want to go outside no more. They're like, just I'll stay in. <laughs> All right, lock us down. You guys are giving all your control over to new, the new, 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 new world order. Man, humanity is sad. I tell you, I have no faith in you people. Not the viewers that watch this show. I'm, you know who I'm talking about. The monkey, the, the ham and eggers, all right? The, the missing links, the oxygen thieves out here. The, the parasites, meaning the consumers, you guys. 
All right, anyway, do me a favor, hit the like button, and we're going to get into today's show. All right, let's acknowledge the people that have came in nice and early, and then we'll kick it. We'll kick it. We'll get the show on really, ready, ready to go. All right, so shout out to, we'll call him Biz. He says, Coach, message you on Patreon. All right, damn, man, I need to really check. No, I shout out to everybody on Patreon. That, by the way, if you want some exclusive content, you want the money mindset over there on Patreon. Oh, we got to hit it or quit it too. But by the way, if you want the money mindset over on Patreon, go over there and make a donation. All right. And you will get the money mindset program right over there. All right. And then you also, also will get all of the previous money mindset programs that we started in August. We damn near a year into money mindset. This is absolutely amazing. Many men have changed their lives. So appreciate you, man. I'll go over and check. I got messages everywhere. People trying to beat me 911 or call me on my cell phone. I'll call you back to see what you don't tell me. Sheesh. I need a message service at this particular point and a security officer standing in front of my house for the private investigators out there. All right. Shout out to Marlon. He says, let's get a community stream. I'm trying to shuffle. <laughs> I kind of went in on the community today. But uh, people always miss me going in on the Europeans, and then they think I got something special going on with the Europeans. But I was going in on them the other day, but why not? Let's shuffle. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Okay. All right. We're over on PayPal. Hot and heavy. I think this is, hmm, who is this? Is it KT King? It is KT King. He says, good evening, CGA. Women will manipulate male police officers when going to the court of public opinion in child custody cases. Yes. Uh, he says, when this happens, men file a formal complaint about it uh, to the agency of internal affairs units in your state attorney's general uh, office. He wants to undertake a bill on that. All right, man. I tell you, man. Hey, if you got to be a damn near part-time paralegal to mess with women once they go to the court court of public opinion. Okay, you're going to put in time or you can take a default judgment. <laughs> you can take a default judgment and lose because her her uh, petition or her her petition is going to be this thick. They don't go in there with one claim. They go in there and they pile on 50 claims. And you sitting there like a like the damn prosecutor done trumped up your charges. You like shit. What am I supposed to do with all this, man? I ain't got time for all that bullshit. Take the keys. Give getting the hell away from me. <laughs> I ain't got no time for this bullshit. Fighting these people, these terrorists, the baby mama terrorists. I'm telling you, man, when they get in there, they will pile on shit. They will have police reports. They'll have an attorney working pro bono, and she duck sicking him in the damn parking lot afterwards. Pro boner. The attorney working pro boner. Because you gotta you gotta think, man. What baby mama terrorist got two, three, four thousand dollars for a retainer? All right. So he working pro, pro boner getting duck sicked in the parking lot. All right. <laughs> he trying to get him a piece of peace leave. He working on um contingency. Contingency. <laughs> Pro boner. He working on contingency. I'll get as much money as I can. Now duck sick the pro boner over here. This pro boner needs duck sicking. All right. Here we go. <laughs> and my and I hope your retainer falls out of your mouth. All right. Anyway. Because who got time to spend up typing up all that damn paperwork <laughs> 304 credits he was like you got you got a retainer she got i got three dollars and four cents mm. <laughs> all right kt king says um i'm out with my kids celebrating my daughter's seventh birthday tonight he says ever since this morning she's been shuffling more 
than a single mother in family court. I catch the rest of the stream on play. I'm doing your prime. I'm doing your hit it or quit it tonight. Shout out to you. He says tonight, if the NWO doesn't pull the stream in the building here, I'm one of the most calmest casual. I run a family show. Women love me over here. I wonder why I'm such a threat. They love me over here. And he says, coach, you are amazed me of how many, he says, you will be amazed at how many professional wrestlers with blue check marks and without follow you on IG word. Yo, I got to go, man. I'm not really damn social media. You know what I mean? I'm a social media person. I'm a personality. I'm a, I'm an influencer and I'm not paying attention. I'm like, this. Mm. I'm not paying attention, but he says, that's why you should contact Rikishi to be a guest on this podcast. Shout out to the Rikishi driver. I got a couple of people that want me to interview this, this year. Um, that had pretty big platforms, so I'm quite impressed by myself. But I don't be looking at who's following me, man. I don't know, man. I'm just, for some reason, it's just too much information. Sometimes I don't want to know. Like, I don't want to know who's looking at this shit. Other than the private investigators, you know what I mean? We're going we're gonna to show you a clip of a man in court um, whose wife took him in, or ex-wife or baby mama took him in, and she brought in all this Instagram pictures of him at parties and shit. Mm. <laughs> Dude, they will spare no expense to embarrass you in court. And by the by the way, somebody says Mia Khalifa is following me. Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. You, you got to be kidding me. Hold on for a second. You get there's no way. Somebody said Mia Khalifa, Mia Khalifa's following me. She. All right. Hold on for a second. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to you lying. All right. Hold on for a second. She probably watching this show because I done done some streams on her ass. Mia Khalifa. Let me see if this shit is right. I know Chris Rock following me. I can't even find her profile. Does she have one? Oh, there it is. Mia Khalifa. No, she don't. You lying ass. Stop lying. <laughs> Y'all lying. All right. Somebody says, who? Who are these people you naming, man? Hold on for a second. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Who is this? I don't even know what that person's name is. Oh, they trolling. Lana Rose follows me. They lying. All right. Anyway, let me see if Lana Rose follow me. You know what? If she follows me, oh, no, she ain't following me. Okay, let me stop. They they trolling. All right, hold on for a second. Yeah, Yeah, come on, man. I ain't got no time for that shit. Y'all distracted the damn show. Y'all pull, y'all pull up the show. Just pull up the show. Chris Rock follows me. Shout out to Chris Rock. Anyway, where's the where's the damn? Yeah. See that? Because I, you know what? I was going to be like. <laughs> I was going to be like, what? DMs. I would have took one for the team. <laughs> I would have took one for the team. Shout out to everybody. Uh, distracted me. Now I done got distracted. But shout out to uh, SAU, the contractor. He says, the racism you're experiencing, coach, means that the diets don't work the same. For you, the same. Shout out to you. Good afternoon over in Mexico. All right, that's everybody on. And let me check the PayPal's in the building. Or oh, sorry, the Venmo. Shout out to everybody on Venmo. Thanks for coming over, man. Uh, it seems to be working okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, My friends. Overcharge me. That's his name. He says men need to learn how to handle XXs they aren't intimate with. Conduct yourself accordingly because HR department is always keeping notes. So I say aftercare is needed regardless of your level of engagement with XXs. And this is true. 
a lot of guys were really not with me. Not a lot of guys. A few guys, when I talked about aftercare for the first time, people were like, what? Nah, that don't make no sense because dudes want to kick girls in the booty now. You know what I mean? Like you want to take you want to take advantage of her. You want to manipulate her and then you want to humiliate her. I'm of the opinion that humiliation is unnecessary. OK, I know I'm not the most moral person in the world. But humiliation is not necessary. It's not necessarily to humiliate anyone. OK, you can teach them a lesson. You can teach them a lesson. And if you know what I mean, if they, if they take your presence for granted, you know what I mean? You got to make them feel your absence. That's OK. That's not humiliation. That's basically teaching they ass what's up. All right. You be like, you got you going to learn today. All right. What's going on with my damn? Uh, but. um, So, yeah, I, I but humiliation, not so much. Not today. Not today. Humiliate because they're going to run to the court of public opinion and your ass going to get ran over. You're going to get ran over. So aftercare is a must. Five minutes of aftercare will save your ass 20 years in prison. All right. Anyway. Where are we at? All right. So shout out to all the donators over here donating to a good cause. The Legal Defense Fund of CGA. All right. The Paralegal Defense Fund of CGA. Uh, trying to be out here. I kicked it with my son. My son was in Vegas at a basketball tournament. All right. Kicked it with him. All right. We caught up. He was telling me he's being abused. <laughs> he's speaking of court of public opinion. I'm using the court of public opinion here. Um, you know, uh, you know, there's there's intimidation and threats being used to locate, find my locale. I'm like, come on, man, don't be lazy. Pay a private investigator three thousand dollars or duck sick him in the parking lot. However you guys want to do it. Don't be lazy. Do your damn work. And I'm not doing your work for you. All right. Subpoena everything. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, or make a deal. Where are we at, man? I ain't doing nobody's work. I've been in the course way too long. I ain't bringing the bloody glove. All right. What bloody glove? <laughs> Can you bring the bloody glove to court? What, what bloody glove? I ain't got one. Whatever you ask for, <laughs> whatever you ask for, I ain't got. Huh? What? Tax returns. What? Bloody glove. What? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah, my man, my brother, he is he is holding the line. All right. By, by the way, if you ever go into court and they ask you to bring some shit, don't bring it. <laughs> don't bring a damn thing. All right. That's a, that's what subpoenas are for. Now, some people are going to be like, nah, coach, man, you need to cooperate and show that you're actually trying to comply. All right. Why don't you bring the noose with you, too? All right. Why don't you bring the meat cleaver to actually have them castrate you right out there? I mean, is that what you want? Bring the meat cleaver, bring the noose, bring the, the firearm for the firing squad. Bring the blindfold, why don't you? Mm. <laughs> what else you want to bring? You're like, what the hell? You'd be like, hey, did you bring all of your information? I'll be looking at my dad like this here. Uh, I'm sorry, I was supposed to do what? Yeah, shit, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I really don't know how to read. Uh, somebody said Royce the five nine follows me. Okay, we now we getting truthful here. I somebody mentioned that before, but shout out to Royce. And there was one song that I liked of his that was really good. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I could probably remember the lyrics. It was with him and Eminem. It wasn't a popular song, but it was a song that I loved. Anyway, let's get to the show. Let's not mess around anymore. This is a podcast, so don't ask me to get to the point neither. Right? Uh, let's get this one. A couple of quick ones in. 
video vixen. She was a video vixen, but behind closed doors, she would do whatever it takes to do to get into the Grammy Awards. She wouldn't get far. Fucking them rap stars, you know who you are. I wrote this song for you. Here's one video vixen right here. Uh, IG model Gina 2, previously linked to rappers, revealed AIDS diagnosis. Oh, my. It's getting critical. I swell a 5.0. Dry slow. <laughs> I yelled out, ice cube suckers. I don't know, man. She looks like she got AIDS. She looks like she got AIDS. I mean, listen, the neck tattoo. I keep warning you guys about the neck tattoo. The neck tattoo is a dead giveaway. The neck tattoo is a dead giveaway. I Listen, if you mess with anybody with a neck tattoo, you asking for heavies. You asking for the AIDs. She got a neck tattoo surrounding her whole neck. But no, nah, y'all keep trying to debate me on this one. I haven't smashed this one, but I will say there would have to be some stuff to stop me from smashing. She's got hair like a damn kitten. Like she's got kitten ears in her hair. And none of her hair is real here. Oh, I don't know about those teeth. An IG model has revealed she discovered she has AIDS. I've always talked about AIDS recently. For almost a decade. She had AIDS for almost a decade. And as she unknowingly carried on with life and only recently discovered she was a carrier from the deadly disease. How do you have AIDS for almost a decade, but you don't know it? The woman, and by the way, y'all can live with AIDS now. So it's not like a death. What is going on with this teeth, man? Let me close that. The woman, Gina Hugh, made the shocking revelation on her TikTok account where she shared that she was so sick on the verge of dying when doctors finally realized what was wrong with her. Uh-oh, he says Hugh was linked to several celebrities in the past who have shared on her, wait, who, who has shared on her Instagram and Facebook account, including Dave West, Nick Cannon, uh-oh, Chris Breezy, not Chris Breezy, and Chief Keefe. Wow. Among others, it is unclear if she dated those men and she has declined to name anyone who might be at risk. That's her little black book. On her TikTok account, she said she does not know who gave her the virus or how she got it. Yeah, that's going to be a long-ass list. That's going to be a long-ass list. And only that doctors told her that the virus, this is all, this is not even alleged. This is published. And it says, told her that the virus was in her system for around eight to 10 years. Eight to 10 years, bro. Eight to 10 years. Imagine how many monkey double backflips she done done in eight to 10 years. I guarantee you she's done at least 250, maybe 400. Okay. In that time frame, I was living in New York City. Oh, and was homeless. That's what you get for banging homeless chicks. I did get graped a couple of times. Boy, the world is sad, bro. The world is sad. She got graped a couple of times. But it's not something I like to talk about. I had a couple of free tattoos. What did I tell? Jeez. Hold on. It's far time that you guys going to have to stop saying coach is wrong. All right, hold on for a second. Let me give you a little bit. Let me give you a little bit. Pop lock it. <laughs> Let me give you a little bit. Y'all going to have to stop calling me a liar. I told you women with tattoos don't pay for their tattoos. Didn't I tell you that? They very rarely pay for their tattoos. I mean, a woman that's covered in tattoos, she don't pay for all those tattoos. These are things that, that are being confirmed. You guys got to start listening to Coach. 
Yep. Soralita, I'm right again. Right again. Free tattoos. Come on. There it is right here. She should be in jail, by the way. She says, I did get a couple of free tattoos, so it could have been a dirty needle. I don't know. He says, do I know any one of those people? No. Did I say anything when those things happened? No, because I was naive. I was stupid and I was young. She said in TikTok. Okay. Hold on again. Coach Radamus, once again, remember in yesterday's stream, if you didn't see yesterday evening stream where I said women will go through phases on the spectrum and the first phase is exactly what she said. I was young, dumb, and naive. That was stage one in the spectrum. Come on, man. When are y'all going to stop messing with me? I'm always right. Maybe. 99.9%. There it is right there. Face. She got the neck tattoo. She's young, dumb, free tattoo. She done been graped. She homeless, broke. I mean, where do we end it here? Where do we end it? Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. I've told you about this stuff. So anyway, let's see what she else actually has to say. She has a video here. Um, in her video. Let's see. Let's see what she's talking about. Let's see if I can play the video. How did you get AIDS? So I get this question a lot. I do not know. Damn. Wait a minute. She looked dumb. Who gave it to me or where I got it? Oh, man. Sheesh. Who was smashing that? How I got it. All I know is that because I was so sick at the point of death. That they she looked like she got it for sure. Said I had to have had it for eight to ten years. Eight to ten years. That time. Well, that bodes well for somebody who catches the damn thing. If you can live with it and don't know about it for eight to ten years, I mean, Jesus. That means it's not very powerful no more. All right. Well, this is all alleged. Frame. I was living in New York City and I was homeless. She must have been violated by these rappers. <laughs> I mean, straight up. She like the one that just, they just grab her by the neck. You know what I mean? It just allegedly. Um, I did get raped a couple times, not something a I couple to talk about. A couple. And what did I tell you? I told you that 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 those things happen. They they go to stage one, stage two, pookie time. She got stuck in pookie time. I had a couple free tattoos. So it could have been a dirty needle. I don't know. Do I know those people? No. Did I say anything when those things happened? No, because I was naive and I was stupid and I was young. They always gonna throw that as an excuse. Has men been able to use that? Well, I was just young, naive, and stupid. Pay your child support. And that's all I can really say about this question. Well, yeah, you know, I just gave a couple of dozen people some AIDS. Everybody getting checked out. What else you got to say? Man, go ahead and end it. Stop this world. Stop this freaking world. Oh my God. Her and Chris Brown was an extra. Her and Chris Brown was an extra on the thriller. Oh, okay. I thought that was, man. Stop this world. Let's give you another one here. Here's a video vixen right here. Let me show you the picture of her video vixen and hit the wall. This is her right here. She looked like she was in like a Ja Rule video or something. Her name is Cubana Lust. Times have been hard for Cubana Lust, whose real name is Yolanda. Uh, Kuyar, I don't know how to say that, 
who was one of the first Instagram models before it became a viable career option for many. However, drug abuse and the subsequent ills, which accompanies addiction, have led to Yolanda's being arrested multiple times over the last half decade. Her most recent arrest appears uh, apparently comes as a result of trespassing, but details surrounding the arrest are sparse. Stay tuned. And so this is her. This is her then. And this is her now. Let's do it again. Then. Now. Neck tattoo. Then. Now. You. Oh, my gosh. I tell you, man, man, life is cruel, man. You guys got to watch yourself, gentlemen. You guys got to watch yourself out here. It gets ugly, man. These zombies, man. Hey, drugs, man, I'm going to tell you. I bet I bet you it started off she was smoking weed. All right, I'm just going to let you know right there. I know you guys don't like me to say that. All right, man, we're going to do a hit it or quit it, and then we're going to get to the um, – we're going to get to um, get into any contributors to the show. We're going to get – we got to get 500 likes here. We got to get to the 500 like mark here and pretty soon – or else we're going to get some belly deli going on right here. Let's go ahead and play hit and quit. Man, it's been a while since we had a good hit of the quitted. Hey, Al, viewer discretion is advised. This show does not promote hate or harm of any person based on gender, relationship status, race, or class. Everybody see the disclaimer down there. You choosing to watch this content. And uh, listen, if you don't like it, you can run it. Right, you can get out of here. I'm not begging anybody. I barely got a thousand people in here, man. Y'all can go. No, get your ass out of here. Anyway, man, it must fr is fresh and fit on. They must be on right now. Yeah, shout out to fresh and fit. All right. Um, anyway, what do we got here? Um, oh, oh, we're doing hit it or quit it. By the way, this hit it or quit it is brought to you by KT King. All right, happy birthday to his daughter. We won't reveal his age and talk about his daughter, but hey, shout out to him. He's a pro wrestler. He's a pro wrestler. And many of the people that he nominates tend to be in the wrestling industry. And by the way, let me say, let me say this. If you send me a list of people for hit it and quit it, you can send it to askcoachgregadams at gmail.com. I'll get to it in about eight weeks. But if you send me a list, do not include prawn stars. Okay. I can't really just be on YouTube flashing prawn stars up on the screen. Now, what I do is I take your list, I Google the women, and then I kind of try to find some photos or an IG account. All right, and but if the first three things that come up is a prawn hub, I can't put I can't put that person on. So stop sending me prawn stars or somebody that is borderline on the YouTube, barely bar like a naked yoga chick. I can't put them people up. They gotta be like if they're Instagram thotties, okay. And if you're an Instagram thotty and you want to be featured on my show on Hit It or Quit It, and you're just curious as to what our audience would say about you, if you're a mug shark, if you buck tooth, knock knee, or if you got streck marks around the areola. I mean, if you want to know where you stand with this audience, and particularly 2,000 people on average watch this stream live, 20,000 on the playback or rough, roughly, maybe 30, maybe 40, depending on what I have, all right? And you, you cockeyed women want to get on here and jump up here to find out if you could be on the 10 toes up game. All right, go ahead. Let me know. Let me know. Send me something, some feed pictures. Send me a couple of Oreos. I don't know what you'd want to do. Uh, come let me come let me sniff your hair. I don't know what you want me to do. All right. But you know, the knock me brigade, y'all can get on here. The the extra thick girls and be like, I'm thick. All right, you can get on there. Uh, where are we at here? Let's get a good, let's get a good hitter to quit it. All right. So first item up for bid. 
first nominee, I got to stop sharing and then come to this screen. First, first nominee, we're having fun now. If you want to know the main event story, just, just go to another, go fast forward. Uh, here it is right here. Her name is um, Danny L. Spiegel. Danny L. Spiegel. Seems like she's some uh, fitness CrossFit girl. All right. And I've seen pictures of her around and she looks kind of short and thick, maybe Nordic but short and compact, and she would be slim thick, if you will. All right, so here's the picture that I've seen quite a bit of. So as you can see, she looks like she's short and stocky, very muscular. KT King tends to lean towards muscular professional wrestlers and CrossFitters. So that's where he's at. But as you can see, she's, you know what I mean? She's very, very uh, stocky, somewhat chunky, right, if you will. Very muscular. You got to be into some of the, look, I mean, as you can see, um, I don't know if she has as much glutes as she has thighs. She probably would be a flatback. And she, oh, you know, she does have gluteus maximus there. And I think what's helping her is she has a blonde ponytail, right? If she, her hair wasn't blonde and ponytail, she would be questionable, right? You would be like, what is that? But, you know, <laughs> here you go right here. She's short. You know, let me see if I can. I can't pull this picture up because I'm not signed into my Instagram account. That's the secret. Uh, but uh, as you can see, she's very short. She looks short. She looks like she caught probably about 5'3", five, 5'2", five, and she's got a lot of muscle on. So that's why she, there's, there's nowhere else for the muscle to go. I'm going to say on here she is unique. While she is unique and her, you know, I don't deal with fitness girls. I've been around fitness girls all my life. I'm going to give you a whole pass on fitness girls. They breath stink. Fitness girls breath stink. I don't know if y'all know. Fitness girls breath stank. All right. They it stank. It smelled like holitosis and 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 um whatever the hell they eating, uh, uh drinking protein shakes, eating protein bars, they be dry as hell. Yeah, smell like protein farts in their mouth. Yeah, man. They their breath is unpleasant. And then they always they're they're very insecure. They're very insecure. Fitness chicks be super duper insecure. And they always piling on makeup and eyelash. They're just, yeah. I, I'll pass on fitness chicks. I mean, listen, to come over for a little bit, you can come over for a little bit, but they talkative. They very super duper acting like they confident all the time. Uh, you know what I mean? They always messing with their extensions and stuff like that. Fitness chicks are no go for me. No go. <laughs> anyway, they look cool and all, but nah. All right. That's just my opinion on fitness chicks. Yeah. And then they always talking about, he says, you talking about bodybuilding chicks. Well, what's the difference? They all drink protein shakes. Same damn difference. Fitness, bodybuilding. They cutting. Oh, I got to cut. Oh, I got to bulk. You know what I mean? They always measuring up their shit on their little thing. Let me measure my macros, you know. I got to measure my macros. Oh, I'm not getting enough macros. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> be like. I, if you mess with a fitness chick, keep them at a distance, man. A distance. Bodybuilders, fitness, whatever they are. Competitive, bikini, keep their ass over there, bro. Do not move in with them. You know, let me log in my let me log in on my fit pal, my fitness pal. All right, I had one, I had two two bowls of kale. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, shout out to all the fitness trainers. Listen, I come from fitness background. I was around them too many times. I was very, oh, they're 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 annoying. They can't be quiet. 
And they always try to make a, let me make a video jump roping. You know what I mean? Record me jump roping. <laughs> I got something to say about everybody. Just so don't be offended if I'm getting you right now. If I just getting your girls. All right. But anyway, they're talkative. They talk all day. And the, the reason why is people normally listening to their ass. And by the way, anyway, let's go on ahead. Oh, did we get a pass on her? It sounds like we got a pass on this one. We're going to pass on Danny. I mean, listen, she five foot three. She looked like a bulldog. You know what I mean? She looked like one of them stocky ass short leg bulldogs. I mean, she's cool and all, but I'm a pass on her too. I mean, I might hit once. Let me hit once. All right. I hit once. Okay. This girl's name is Jessica McKay. Mackie. I don't know what it is. Jessica McKay and uh, KT King like some vanilla. And uh, fit again. This is another. Yeah, man, I, I, I messed with a girl like this. I'm going to pass on personality again. I'm going to tell you this is going to be one of those dud firecrackers. OK, but she, she's attractive. Let me just say something positive. She's attractive, especially when she's all done up. It appears that every one of her pictures, uh, she's completely done up in full model camera ready hair and makeup. OK, so. With that being said, it's hard to judge what she really looks like, but this is a dove firecracker. Okay. This will be a fun night. I guess she's a pro wrestler. I mean, listen, you'll have a little bit of fun once. Um, she'll lay there like a Carl's Jr. star. You know what I mean? You'll get the damn thing. You'll get the damn firework. It's like you get the firecracker. You'll be like, oh, this is about to be it. My fantasy girl. You know, you're fantasizing over her Instagram. Yep. You light up the firecracker. You throw it. <laughs> like damn i thought this was about to be great i thought you know you light it up you throw it over there you ready for three seconds kaboom nothing <laughs> it don't even kaboom on you it just go out <laughs> you be like anyway dud firecracker let's go to the next girl are we hitting this? I mean, this would be a one-off. Definitely be a one-off. She's not ugly, but yeah, you know, personality is lacking. She looks like a stone wall. All right, anyway. Uh, next one, Mandy Rose. She's the WWE NXT Women's Champion, all right? And she's also in fitness as well. KT King likes them fit. Oh, boy. I mean, you really, I, I see what KT King likes here. This is, he likes the makeup, made up girls, man. Oh, my gosh. Living in Southern California, I've seen and kicked it with too many of these, man. It's way better on photos. I'm going to just tell you that right now. Uh, But, yeah, she good looking and whatnot. It's just too much, man. This is, this is too much. This is way too much. I mean, listen, she's a professional, so I'm assuming. You know, let's see what she looks like in the norm. Okay, so she does have a picture of her of her without all the makeup and whatnot. Uh, let's see if we can find a good one here. She has one without the makeup. Uh, maybe she doesn't. I guess this would be the closest right here. 
This would be the closest one. I would want to see. Oh, is this her? Is that right here her? Wow. That's telling. She looked like somebody mama. That must be her mom. That cannot be her. That must be her mom. She got the gremlin legs and all of that. Because if that's her, man, that's a mess. There's one picture here where she's not made up. That's how I judge women. And it appears that this would be the one. I can't click on it because I'm not logged in. But that's what you would probably see the most natural version of her. And eh. I'm not into fully made up women. You know, va va boom and vixens. I'm not into them. All right. Because it's, it's, I'm at the age where I could see it for what it is. It's witchcraftery. But she's a good looking girl. All right. I'm, I'm not saying I would not smash, but what I'm saying is this a turn off to me. It's a turn off. All right. So um, here's another one the Petty Officer Harris. They all these women getting some free run. Uh, Petty Officer Harris. All right. She looks like she's in the, it, she looks like she's in the Navy. She's in the Navy. And uh, she got that big old chunky head. I that's a that's a that's a positive sign. Uh, she chunky too. All right, she's slim thick. She's got a pretty face. Is she Puerto Rican or black? I can't tell. She's well. She looks like she possibly might be Puerto Rican here. She got her phone number on her damn profile. What's she doing, man? She's doing too much. She got them thick lips. Hits ass like a. All right, she thick. She thick everywhere. She thick on her forehead. She thick in the lips. She think in her face. She think around the toddy area. <laughs> this is thick. That's the definition of thick right there. She thick. Uh, what would I do with this one? What would I do with this one? Yeah, I'm, you know, I might holler. I might holler. I mean, she's got the slick overdue done. I mean, I think that's probably for military reasons and whatnot. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you know. What y'all doing on that one? Mm. Next. I know people are like, what kind of taste do you have, coach? I, I like plain James. I'm just letting you know. I'm not into all the glamour models. I've been there, done that. By the way, if you ever want to see my model mayhem portfolio uh, where the guys were like, you don't have any game. I used to have a digital SLR. I used to take women, pictures of young girls all the Well, wait a minute. Legally young girls, <laughs> young women. This is before seeking. So you had before you had. You used to test your game on Model Mayhem. I got a full portfolio. I got a full portfolio of Model Mayhem girls. I got girls, pictures of girls in the full nude just that, that I took. So I'm done with the glamour era. The glamour era is dead. Somebody said CGA. I mean, legally. Hold on for a second. Stop. Legally, young girls. Legal. <laughs> Chris Hansen coming in. Prince Hansen coming in, uh, have a seat over here, CGA. But glamour is so corny to me now. And it was so somewhat corny back in Model Mayhem days, but it's corny to me now. It's overdone. And I think people don't realize what they're doing is glamour. And uh, but they're doing basically Instagram with the filter, which is gauzy and blur. All right. That's what all photographers used in Photoshop on, on post production. And so everybody would use the gauzy and blur, which is basically a filter. And glamour is corny to sell to me. So I'm not into it. I'm more into a plainer look, but here we go. Uh, her name is Tiffany Stratton. Is she related to Dorothy Stratton? Um, yeah, Jesus Christ. Is are are there any natural looking woman in? This woman does lock, she barely looks like a woman. KT Kings, KT Kings, uh <laughs> KT Kings list. I'm always slamming his list. 
I mean, again, I mean, look, if I had a picture, if this was my girlfriend, what is your girlfriend? And then I pulled a picture out. Here she is. People were like, wow. You know what I mean? Like a normie would be like, wow, you're able to pull a girl like that. But yeah, man, I don't know, man. I just, that doesn't float my boat. Maybe if I was like, maybe if I was like on my birthday in a suite atop of the uh, Palazzo in Vegas and I had a couple of stacks and a bottle of Ace of Spade and Crystal, and I was just feeling myself. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm feeling myself tonight. And she was there, and I was pour Crystal all over her. You know what I mean? And have another girl doing some crazy stuff. Like, that's what I would do. You know what I mean? And throw stacks and throw money and just be like acting a fool on my birthday. That's what I would do with this person. I mean, but anything other than that... <laughs> And I was in my damn gators, you know what I mean? And I was pimping sitting in the suite, you know what I mean? With my suit on and I came and I came up from the damn blackjack table and I just hit 21 three times in a row. And I'm over there, came from the roulette and I hit hit on hit on number 20. Like, you know what I mean? And then I brought her up on my arm with another version of her, a mirror model of her. And I went upstairs and poured crystal all over them. <laughs> With my Stacey Adams on. Yeah, I mean, that was that would be, I could see her doing that. I was in Vegas acting a fool. All right. That yeah, she would be perfect for that particular job. Other than that, mm. I'm gonna say no with all that damn extension in her hair, bamboo earrings, at least two pair, and all that stuff. Anyway, man, I think that's the last girl on this one. All of these girls are sweet women. Just hate to prejudge them, but uh yeah. Not my type. I mean, you, you get what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're ugly, and I, I'm only saying that because I can't get them. But really, I'm done with glamour. I'm done. I'm too old for that bullshit. I can't fall for none of that. It would yeah, be an orgy style. That would be an orgy. I definitely would have an orgy with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Skeet, skeet to the window, to the wall. Yeah, that would be that. And she would walk off. She'd be counting her hundreds. She'd be counting C-notes, leaving. And that'd be the end of it. Um, anyway, shout out to the hit it or quit it game today. Thank you, KT King. Uh, enjoy your daughter's birthday. Let's hit the outro. Yeah, man, everybody has a place in society. Everybody has a use. And it's not always, you know, I would not cuddle with neither one of them. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm sprung. Maybe if I was 19. All right, but not anymore. Shout out to Jones G. He says, trouble's coming, coach. You ain't never lied. Ooh, it's coming. It is coming. New, 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 new world So order. be careful. Be prepared. Maybe we'll do a prepared show. Justin Gonzalez. Y'all, he says, you start calling hopeless romantics Bud Bundy. Wow. Bud Bundy. Was he a hopeless romantic? I thought he was more like a pervert. I have to go see who Bud was. I've never paid attention to Bud. He was kind of funny. But uh, Kelly Bundy, back in the day, I thought Kelly Bundy was something. Now I look at her now and be like, I don't know, man. Times change, you know, but I think it was the dress and the skirt. And the fact that she turned into a full-fledged real-life feminist, it kind of ruins Kelly Bundy now. You know what I mean? Like, she turned into a feminist in real life. And you were like, huh. <laughs> yep. He says, something so dumb, beat so dumb, call it Kelly Bundy. 
But in real life, Kelly Bundy turned. She she was not. She hated Kelly Bundy character. But I was like, that's what put you over. It put you over. But she was like, no, I'm really a smart, intelligent. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Yeah, she was a nice flat back back in the day. She had the flat back. Right. But now she's like, I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. All right. She was like, I'm really a real smart, intelligent person. And I want to be considered as such, not the dumb blonde. All right. Jones G says 20 years of marriage. She turned into a baby mama terrorist shaking my head. 20 years of marriage, 20 years, and it could go all down the drain. Uh, so that's why I always counsel you guys. The opposite of love is not hate. All right. The opposite of uh, of attachment is hate. All right. So a lot of times when you detach from a person and then she comes vengeful and hates you, she never loved you. And we're going to talk to Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's going to drop a red pill on you that I've actually said myself. And people call me bitter and hurt. Mike Tyson's about to say something I, I said. Women don't love you. Actually, I have a clip on my TikTok that broke that down. And Mike Tyson's going to tell you the same thing here. When it comes to vengeful exes, if they are attacking you in any particular way, if they are vengeful, if they're bitter or hurt, whatever they are, they never loved you. Or they loved you at one point, but they fell out of love with you a long time ago. Because someone you once loved, you don't want to see them in pain. Right? You don't want to pain them. But if you really never loved them, and you detach from them and you react in eventualist, that means you were just attached. All right. Listen to me when I tell you these things. If you don't think I'm accurate at this point, I don't know what you're talking about. Shout out to Ahmad back in the day when I was young. I'm not a kid anymore. Is that you, brother? I remember way back when y'all young heads don't know what I'm talking about. Be real. Mahogany says she frowns upon free casual segs. Stop it, Smurf. Oh, she frowns up on, um, um, on, on free casual sex. Yes. And Noel, I think I might have missed you earlier. I don't know if I got you, but let's just give you a sponsorship. You might have had something on PayPal. All right. I'm going to call you by your government name, but you know who you are. All right. Thank you for contributing again. I don't know. I saw it later and I was like, I don't remember even acknowledging it. So I might have Rusted Junk missed your co-sponsorship. Rusted. All right. We do have a couple of people on the PayPeasy. In the building, and it's uh Jorge Zapata. He says, Evening coffee, CGA. Them tattoos are red flags no matter where you find them. Hit and run, hit and run. He says, Last chick I dated had them tattoos and was trying to remove them, but couldn't afford to pay for the removal. These people are dumb. She was also into fitness and loved to bend backwards for the crowd. Mm -hmm, LOL. The juice isn't worth the squeeze. Great blue chip mindset content this morning, CGA. Keep up the good work, brother. Yes. Oh. Yeah, those fitness girls, watch me do a back bend. Watch me do a backflip. They always going to be like, watch me do something. Yeah, don't, don't girlfriend them. Don't girlfriend them. They're always going to get that. And by the way, I had me a Ling Ling. All right, founder, had her. And then she showed up with a neck tattoos next time I saw her. And she was like, don't grab me by the neck. Don't choke me today. She was like, she, she showed up like this. <laughs> I was like, oh, she cool. Had her one good time. I was like, that's great, man. I'm going to call her up again. She showed up with a star neck tattoo like this. Star, 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 all the way to the back of her ear. I was like, why did you do that? 24, nice, ling, ling, tight skin. 
Oh man, with a I was like, dude, why did you do that? 24. Like, look, ladies, when you're 20s in your 20s, do not get a tattoo. Why would you do that? Especially one like that, like up and down your neck, 24. You know how much life you gotta live now. <laughs> now they're like, well, what about men? I'm sick of women trying to say what about men we're different we're not even the same women are aroused by tattoos when was the last time you heard a group of men say i'm aroused by tattoos now there are some but let's go ahead back to this particular uh thing that i want to share to you guys right here uh, uh i want you to look at this woman and tell me you're aroused by her tattoos go ahead i'll wait wait a minute where is she at i'll wait Yeah. It's a red, dead-ass red flag, especially on their chest. Yeah, somebody just mentioned that. If it's on your chest, like, oh, my God. I mean, I don't know how much fail that is. It's dumping down their chest like Brock Lesnar. Why would you tattoo? That, to me, is like, you're got to be a psycho. If you do some shit like that, there's got to be women watching me like, damn. Okay. Somebody said it's a witch for sure. Why would you tattoo the middle of your chest, your toddies? Or put one on your titty like. Man, that is just but it's bizarre behavior to me. I know I'm an old head. Y'all be like, you're just old and not with the times. You know what's going to look old and not with the times? That old-ass tattoo when you're 45. All right. Ask any woman that got a tramp stamp. All right, let's pull it up. I grew up in the 90s and the early 2000s. Let's pull up a tramp stamp. How many women watching me have tramp stamps right now? Okay, remember these. Hold on for a second. Remember this shit? We had to go with the low-rise jeans. Remember this? I thought this was tacky even back then. But damn near every old woman over 45 got one of these. Oh, I got to be careful with these pictures. Remember this shit? Like, you actually would see somebody and be like, and everybody's like, that's just a big old target to me. It's distracting to me. I want to see skin. I don't want to see no nasty markings all over your body. And now you're 50 years old with that tramp stamp. That you got in Cabo San Lucas dancing at Cabo Wobble on the tables in 2003. How does that tramp stamp look today, ladies? Tell these young women. Ladies, tell you. Ladies, how does that tramp stamp look today? Do you ever just bust out some low-rise jeans with your muffin top and your fupa? And you just like, I'm going to wear my tramp stamp. You know what I mean? (laughs) It probably look goofy. Like, you won't even display it. You got to hide it. You hide it every chance you get. But these girls are running around here, neck tattoos. They're going to regret that. Just like you said, they're going to super-duper regret that. All right, let me check Venmo, and then we'll get back. They're going to regret. You're going to regret that. I mean, it's on your face and your neck. Oh, man. All right, we got two on on the Venmo. It's Bobby Digital in the chat. He says... I just finished number one overall for the second time this month in over uh, out of 420 
LOs, loan officers, I think loan originators in my region. You just finished number one overall. Uh-oh. I got money. He says last month, 30 sold loans funded. Funding the end of the month. Into the next, I'm currently have uh, 50 sold loans. Um, I think it's month to date, or I don't know what that is, but yes, I got money. I got money. Shout out to my man. He doing business over here. So much for not buying a house. Bobby Bobby Digital out there selling them houses. I got money. Well, he's not selling houses, but he's funding loans. He's closing. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. Make sure them damn thing close. You know, you'd be like, I'm going to close all these. A couple of people drop out. But, hey, go get your money. I got money. Shout out to no government name. He says, please call me AC. Watch the blue chip mindset number 35 earlier. The part about going on vacation just to see family across the country really resonated with me. I'm done with that, and the family can't stand it. Yep. I actually have, so, AC, I actually have um, family in a very obscure place around the country. Like, there's no direct flight. You got to take two planes to get there or a plane and a half, a puddle jumper. And then you got to be like, um, it's just out of the way. So everybody's like, are you coming here? Why? (laughs) If it was on the way to something, but it's on the way to nothing. And then there's only a part of the season where you can go see them anyway. It's cold in the winter, tornadoes in the summer and rainstorms, mosquitoes. There ain't to do out there. So, yeah, man. I'm like, man, I could go to Hawaii or where you are. Mm. (laughs) Like, I got to go to Hawaii. I could go to Maui and it'll be cheaper for me to go to Maui on one flight or I can go to you two flights and then when i get there in the heat of the night listening to the sheriff pull up in your driveway with all that damn gravel pull up parking all on the lawn and whatnot (laughs) where when would i go see you like what am i gonna do when i get there shuffle them damn uh, chiggers will be out like crazy in the summer. Chiggers. It will be very sniggly there. All right, sniggling. All right, so let's get to the show again. I know, chill. Uh, let's see here. Let's talk about what Mike Tyson said. Actually, there's like, uh-oh, I still got this up. Mike Tyson. All right, everybody knows Iron Mike Tyson right here. Mike Tyson, he's going to drop a red pill for you. Shout out to, I believe this is MTR. MTR put this video up. And uh, Mike Tyson's going to drop a crimson capsule on your head. Are you guys ready for this one? Here it is right here. All right, so he said something. I actually have a video of me saying something similar on, on my Instagram reel and TikTok. Uh, but I didn't say it like this. The way Michael phrased this, Mike Tyson, yikes. Let's listen. That's my mother's love. That's what you want. That's what we want. Any woman that we associate with because they remind us of my mother. Even right. subconscious. I barely can hear it. Like, yeah. Right. Right. Looks like Lil Boosie in the building. Boosie badass. Yeah. She could be educated, but could have been slut, but she has a personality, but it's something about her. That's the only reason I like you anyway, because I'm attracted to my mother and you had that characteristic. Right. All right, y'all. He sound like he's slurring, but it is what it is. I can't barely hear what he says, but let's look at the subtitles here. My first love, yeah. I fell in love with her because when I, if I got sick, she used to console me like my mother. Man, these brothers high as a kite. She was the only motherfucker could. Listen, 
heal me like my mother. Mm. And it would okay, so what they're doing is, if you can't hear it, it sounds like they're talking about their their the love from their mother. So these guys are very much son husbands here. We'll just call it what it is. And they're talking about the love that their mother had for them. And there's no replacing that love. And sometimes men try to find love in, uh, from other women that is like their mother's love. So that is going to be the important framing here. And there's going to be an epiphany from Mike Tyson or an epiphany by from Bootsy where, where Mike Tyson's going to school him the difference between love, which I don't think it's real. And it's just fantasy and mythology. The difference between your mother's love and a woman's love. We'll get it. But now this ain't on no six. This was just on some. Gotta get to the part, man, because I can barely hear it. Here it is right here. All right, the subtitles will come up. We need subtitles on this one. We look for our mother and our lover. Okay, so here it is right here. I'm going to have to say, we look for our mother and our lover. So I think I definitely have it. We look for our mother and our lover. I don't know so much about that. I, I really don't know about that, man. That that screams of son husbandry for real. But I, I do agree with what he says at the end. I never once thought of any lover that I had to be loved like my mother. You know what I mean? Like, But I get what they're saying. So it's going to be in proper frame later on down the line. Let's go ahead and continue. But our mother could never be our lover because our lover would never love us like our mother. Uh, you know, okay, let's go ahead and skip that sh right there. Our we look for our lover, mother, and our lover, but our lover can never be our mother. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and continue. Bars. No, in, that ain't no bars, MTR. But shout out to you. It's not in no woman to love us like our mother loves us. It's not okay. It's not. It's not in a woman. It's not in a woman to love you like your mother does. I I'm, you know, listen, I'm halfway there. <laughs> uh, I, I get what we're black men are very much abused. I'm just letting, let's just put this out here. The abuse that black men have received in their lives. Not only that touching by adult women and, uh, vice versa, the abuse that black men get without having fathers. I can't even measure it. It's actually coach. He's saying men want our women to have un love unconditionally. I, I know I, I got it. I got it. I got it. But it's getting kind of creepy. You know what I mean? It's getting a little creepy and shit like that. Do women say some shit like this? I want my I want my man to love me like my father did. <laughs> all right but come on man i know we say that the woman looks for a man of like like uh whoever her father is i don't know this shit's sounding weird right now but let me get you let me go ahead and continue and uh don't care how much the slaves you don't care how many people she fuck for you bringing the money it's not in that i love you like your mother loves you pay attention eventually she'll oh, turn her back on you eventually she'll turn on you nigga. You all right so here we go okay eventually she'll turn on you older men know this your mother might not turn on you, but if you looked at a lover as the love, the same love that you wanted to receive from your mother, and then this woman unconditionally uh, thought you, you thought she had unconditional love with the girlfriend and you wanted the love like your mother gave, you're not going to get that. This is not the strongest point yet. Mike Tyson is going to make a stronger point. But right here, eventually she'll turn on you. This is true. This Now we're getting true. We're getting very, 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 very close to truth. 
The mother will turn on you too. Okay, all right. You never love her like your mother loves. That's no. a song. Yeah, listen. But your mother won't. Listen, hey. It ain't any other love hey. like your mother. Hey. I listen to man, that's some real shit. I listen to my, look, I look at my that's wife. why you got man. Okay, so I'm gonna skip this part because they're kind of talking over each other. And uh Bootsy has his epiphany right now, and he's like, That's why X, Y, and Z, yes. So this kind of frames of some sort of uh uh, uh, you know, we have an overemphasis of love for our mother and lack of empathy and love for our father. So I find that very sp- suspicious for a black men. And I'm actually on a crusade to try to change that and point that out because I think like we'll die if somebody talks about our mother. We'll 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 go shoot ourselves. But many other people don't have that type of attachment to their mother. And I think it stems from abuse. I think it and, and it stems from abuse, not just like physical abuse, but it stems from abuse. Because you've been put, she chose struggle. Your mother chose struggle. And she brought you through struggle. And so all you had in your world was your mother. Many people have other things other than their mother. But black men, young black boys, only have their mother. And she will drag you and choose struggle and put you through that trauma. As opposed to putting you in a great position. I think there's something to explore there. Continuing on. <laughs> it wasn't in all, man. No, why? No, why? Because her survival, even though she do, but her she does everything she does for you. Listen, everything she does for you is for her, her survival. survival. Yep. Everything your mother do for you is for your survival. <laughs> now, now that right there is a home run. So the women that you date, the women that you marry, who you're looking to love you, if actually if you were have absent love from your mother or from. T- he says. The woman. Is doing everything out of love and for her survival. The woman, the mother's doing it for your survival. Now, that right there is amazing. That is amazing. And many times the mother does do things for her survival as well, right? Like child support, remove you from the father, give your father only weekends only, right? Keep you away from the father. It's for her survival that she does that. It's not for her love for you. She's doing it to get money from the father. That's all that is. So, but let's frame it. Let's say your mother is the lover that you wanted, all right? Listen to this again. For you. Listen, everything she does for you is for her survival. Yep. Everything your mother do for you is for your survival. (laughs) hey i'm gonna say this right here that right there that was amazing and it put that put some things in perspective for you hopeless romantic ass men right because hopeless romantic men are looking for that unconditional love and then when she turns on you or you realize that she says hey i don't love you anymore and your heart it's hard for you to really justify it's hard for you to really figure out how a woman can fall out of love with you, but then still be with you. And then she says, I fell out of love with you five years ago. Or she turns on you like a snake. They said that she'll turn on you or she'll even turn your kids against you. And then they'll choose struggle and you're doing well. And they'll try to extract resources from you and rape you or grape you in the courts in the court of public opinion. And they'll choose the struggle. All right. And she'll turn everybody against you through the court of public opinion. That essentially is she didn't love you like your mother. Everything she did did for uh and and everything she did with you was for her survival. It wasn't for yours. 
These guys that say women will build with you and you can build with women. No, they're building for her. Then when she says, when she says, I need you to have this salary, this house, a car, I need, I need this for me. I need you to have these things for me. Not for you. <laughs> okay. And then the same thing with the mom. The mom is kind of doing these things out of love, unconditional love, because she wants you to survive and thrive. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff here. I'm going to play it one more time because you need to hear that and keep it in your memory bank. I've said something similar on the Fresh and Fit podcast. Okay, let's go back. Let me see here. Let's listen to it again. Everything she does for you is for her, her survival. survival. Yep. Everything your mother do for you is for your, your survival. survival. <laughs> Sheesh. Who disagrees with that? Anybody might di disagree with that. I know there's going to be situations where they may disagree with that. I gave you context. The mother that uses the father, the custody, takes custody of the um, away from the father for child support. That would be a situation where she's doing it for her survival, okay? But I get it. Somebody said, not my mom. She hated me. All right, wow. That one right there, when I heard that, I was like, shit. Shout out to Mike Tyson. I never said you were a son husband, too. I never said you were a son husband. But I'm going to actually clip that and potentially use that. That was amazing. That was actually amazing. All right, and then last little bit of information before we get into the main event. Bodega Poppy. Bodega Poppy sitting around here. He didn't got the charges dropped from that sniggling young man who did a death by simp. So the Bodega Poppy's right here. All right. He didn't got stabbed, shot. And he deleted a young black male who went in there and tried to do what? Uh, run in there and help his EBT baby mama terrorist get some chips at the, at the bodega. All right. And then he got shot, stabbed up and lost his life, deleted. All right. And they were going to put this guy in jail for murder, and uh, he actually got the charges dropped. So congratulations to the Bo Bodega Poppy. All right, Bodega Poppy's in the building. <laughs> Bodega Poppy. We love the Bodega Poppy. Is it Bo Bodega? Bodega. He got his shirt. T.O. Bodega. <laughs> Shout out to Uncle T.O. Uncle T.O. <laughs> Uncle T.O. He's Uncle Anatio. Boy, there I am. The Puerto Rican people losing their mind right now listening to me. What is this shit? Everybody in New York, South Bronx is like, man, coach ain't real. Talking about Uncle Tio. <laughs> it's your time today. All right, did I get KT King? What are you doing still here, man? Enjoy your birthday. He says, uh, you will be amazed at how many professional wrestlers. Oh, I already got that one. KT King, man, go enjoy your daughter's birthday, man. Stop being in here and watch the replay. Oh, he's got another one. What else he says? He says, I got my Bluetooth in my ear listening to your live stream from my hidden and quitted. He says, uh, I'll send you from the tonight stream when I celebrate. Oh, I already used it. Yeah, you'll watch it. You'll watch what I had to say about your selection. Everybody has a selection. Everybody has a type. Sometimes I crap on your type, but it's okay. All right, shout out to who is this in here? Um, Marcus A. Men are always worried about the government spying on them. He says, whenever they piddle talk with their girl, men let the Trojan horse into their lives willingly because they don't pay attention and can't shut the F up. A man's ignorance and his ego are his worst enemy. Yeah, like guys that say, she'll never do that to me. You're going to find out, man. The, the Trojan horse is real. Pillow talk is real. Samson and Delilah, 
I broke down that biblical story is real. Never let them, never let the left hand know what the right hand's doing. They have no need to know. Your wife doesn't have to know everything. She didn't even have to know your bank account. Anybody that says, listen, I know when you're young and dumb, you'll be like, oh, well, we should share and she should know. Don't tell her shit. I'm letting you know right now. You ain't got to know shit. And if she has a problem with it, tell her ass to skedaddle. Don't tell her nothing. Tell her what you what's relevant. This is all you need to know. All right. He says, in the few secrets you think you've cleverly kept hidden from your girl, you'll literally give them away via the phone that you're glued to 24-7. And he says, uh, why would the government ever need surveillance equipment when you fools give away all your secrets and plans willingly? He says, wait the F up, samurai. Take that life red pill. Take that life red pill. All right, women that I deal with, they're like, oh, what do you do for work? Man, I ain't telling you. I'll be like, I work in cybersecurity. I work in online marketing. I'll never be like, I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> like, I tell books and all of that shit. All right, hold on. Somebody's texting me. I was supposed to do a video shoot today. I'm going to have to reschedule. Let's reschedule. My little female videographer. All right, but it's kind of rainy here, so I can't do it today. But I know the guys got you guys always running your damn mouth. I don't tell them what the hell I do. I deliver pizzas. And if you ain't cool with it, bye. <laughs> I don't have time to be trying to impress people. Here I am, and here's where I live. They'd be like, what side of town you live on? I live in Las Vegas. So, so as much as you know. But y'all be like giving them the whole damn life story. So tell me about yourself. Oh, wow, great. I graduated from high school in 2003. I was valedictorian. I had this English class. I got an I got a 1800 on the SAT. I went to this university. Y'all be spilling your damn guts. My social security number is. Oh, tell me more. Wow, this is exciting. So what made you choose the college you chose? Oh, well, first of all, I was a major in history. Then I switched my major to business administration. All right. I graduated with a 3.3. She like detail spying on your ass. And then I started pitching crack and then I got a violation. Then I violated my probation and then I got a case expunged in the family court. Oh, you got a case expunged. Tell me more. What kind of case was it? Oh, well, my, my previous girlfriend had a domestic violation claim against me. Oh, really? <laughs> she eating that shit up. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. She at home. Guys, I told you about the girl that I that I messed with. She was a, a flat back breast implanted Kaylee from Orange County. She running up here. She kept notes of every conversation she had with a guy. Accidentally mixed up conversations because she dated two dudes named Greg. And then she was like, remember, we talked about this. I was like, what? She was like, I have my in my notes. Conversation from five years ago. I was like, that ain't me. She was like, oh, that's the other Greg. Never give them details. When's your birthday? Oh, shit. June 19th. <laughs> what year? Are you a Libra? Are you a Capricorn? Are you a Pisces? Are you an Aries? Oh, your birthday is in April. What's day? What year? Shut the fuck up. Would you stop asking me questions? Then they pair that up with your address and they run your damn credit report. Fucking hey. How old are you? When did you graduate? What street did you grow up on? They get they get your whole damn email uh, password. Forgot password, right? Notify, ask question. 
He got a cat. Your first, what's your first dog's name? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Anyway, man, don't tell shit on them. Give them very, 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 very first layer information. Praying and praying on your downfall. She asked all of them questions. You with the wrong broad. You doing your whole date is wrong. Your whole date is wrong. If she got time to get off all them damn questions, you want to be like Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, these women. Am I the first one to come up with this? Bruce Wayne, they ask. Where do you live? On top of a damn multi-million dollar mansion that you ain't never going to see. All right, she, I don't live nowhere. I live nowhere and everywhere all at once. My God. Look, you should be moving around. There shouldn't even be time to throw out all of these questions. That's why I always tell people mini golf. Mini golf, you ain't even really, you ain't really stopping to have all of these goofy ass questions. You're like, oh, God, look at your ball. Oh, my God. I bet you I hit it in the hole first before you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, so what do you like to do? Oh, my God. You see them kids over there? Look at that goofy ass kid. He hit the ball over here. Hey, kid, here's your ball back. Let me, let me set up my putt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Boop. Yeah. So when do you see yourself in five years? Hey, man, would you cut, cut all that out? Would you pick up my ball? What is this shit? Hey, man, set up for your team. Looks like you're going first. Ladies first. You ain't got time to be fielding questions and answers and all that shit. And if your vibe is good, y'all should be kissing by hole 14. The whole, whole way back right there, all the way in the back in the corner where nobody can see your ass. You should be hugging, touching, and kissing. You should be feeling on that boo hoo tee, boo hoo tee, boo 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 hoo tee. If you ain't feeling up on that booty and she ain't trying to get up, get all up in you, and you ain't slobbing all over her face. Next, mm. <laughs> next, it's not a damn interview. We moving. Hole fourteen. I'm grabbing booty by that time. And she should be all up on me like, mm-hmm, you want to take this to the crib? I'm going to be like, date's over. We got four more holes. Get to the four holes. Throw that ball in the damn, damn, that little trap. You never get the ball back. There goes the 18th hole. Let's go back to the crib. <laughs> That's a date. That would be a date. <laughs> you barely got one damn question in. Anyway, let's continue. You throw that club to that little goofy-ass knock-kneed teenager working in the summer, throw him the club. Here you go, son. I'm going to go get me some. <laughs> what is this? I try to check on my stream over here. I can't even see it. Where are we at? Oh, we're going to go into uh, the court of public opinion. That's what we'll do. We'll do that here, the court of public opinion. Let's go in here and let's pull up. <laughs> Somebody says you make a 20-year-old joke. Oh, the 19th and 20th hole. Yeah, you damn, I missed it, huh? Visit the 19th and 20th hole after the 18th. All right, the court of public opinion is for the damsel in distress. We tell you about the damsel in distress. That is the natural uh societal programming that we have, uh, where women can play the victim at any time and it could be traded, be portrayed as she was innocent and she got put in a situation. She went to the damn forest and she was picking daisies, and then all of a sudden the big bag of wolf showed up. All right. So there's never going to be a, a a reason why she was there that was logical. She probably put herself in some sort of danger or she messed with a guy that beat her brains out one or two or three times. She was in an abusive relationship and he beat me up for eight years and she kept going back and going back. 
right? And then the damsel in distress will come out. And then you will never ask, well, why did you do that? You can't ask, well, why did you wear that? And why did you go there? And what were you doing? And why did you see him again? It doesn't matter because she's got to go to the court of public opinion and get her story out first, right? She got to get that story out first as to why she was victimized. And so um, let's give you an indication here of the damsel in distress. Let's go ahead and show you here. Um, I've showed this before, but uh, we'll show it again. And I might get a little bit of a copyright on this one, but I'll have to fix it. Um, here it is right here. This is from Rosewood. Um, in our culture, all the woman has to say is help. All right, help. And then she can describe a story. The story's not going to be accurate. Anytime a woman tells you a story, it is nowhere near what the hell happened. Okay, just let you know. And this is 9.9 .9 times out of 10. That whatever she told you, it ain't accurate. No way, no how. Not to say that she's lying to you. She's just misleading you or she's playing innocent or coy. She's also using lies by omission. She's also not. She's also falsely representing the details. The details might be out of order. The details might make sure that she doesn't have accountability in a situation. Well, I didn't know. I, I didn't realize that it's not an accurate story. When she takes your ass to court, it is not accurate. What she's telling the judge is leaving out all the details of all the good shit that you did. And your shit, she's going to look like an angel and your ass is going to look like a terrible human being. You're going to look like Charles Manson. There's also exaggerations. There's also exaggerations of what she said. And I said, no, you didn't. That's what you that's what you wanted to say, but you surely didn't say it the way you just said it to me, all sassy. And I told him off and I said, no, you didn't. I can guarantee you, you did it. You missed your opportunity and you're telling me what you wanted to say. All right, but continuing on here. All right, so everybody knows this woman knows she's lying. She actually saw what happened. Everybody knows what happened. The white guy beat the brakes out of her. Uh, her husband, it wasn't her husband. It was her mister. It was the guy she was cheating on her husband with. And then he beat her up, and she had to come up with a great story. Please help me. Please help me. Uh oh. No, not a not a ninja, not a ninja, and everybody's like, "Oh, I know it to be true." They ain't never seen one time, not one ninja has jumped on their bones yet. All right, but she, <laughs> all right, and so here it is, right here. She's gonna describe what the ninja looked like. Right, this is a shame. It's the false alligators, right? And the young girls taking notes. Oh, wow, wow. How big was he? Was it a big one? Oh, jeez, Ellis. I sure wanted rain. I just got beat. I was beat badly, badly. He was so big. <laughs> he was so big. The women are like, how big was he? 
black fat boy. She said she was raped. They's like, mm. Mm. can you send him my way? You think he can do me a number? Sounds fantastic to me. Shut up, y'all. Everybody go on out of here. Show's over. You heard me. Go on. Go on. <laughs> we can laugh about this now, but like 100 years ago, a lot of black men lost their life over this right here, right? A lot of ba- black men got hung up swinging from trees over stuff like this. Continuing. Come on, give us a breathing space. Damn. We've known each a long time, huh? What do you think about this now? Tell me. Zealous, tell me the truth. Was a true little color done this to you? Alice. Sure, darling, that is all I'm saying. Yes, he was colored it was a nigga nigga oh no oh stop stop this is a family hey 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 ma'am we we can't do this here fancy this is over the line this is crossing the line fancy now the guy knew she was a lying sack of i don't know what right he had that red pill (laughs) he had that red pill in him he was like fancy i know how you are are you sure it was a color? <laughs> Are you sure? She was like, of course, it was a ninja, ninja, ninja. All right, it got to be a ninja. And he was big and black, so big, so black. But this is an idea of what happens here. So Fancy ran to the court of public opinion. Okay, do all women go this far in their court of public opinion? I would venture to say any man that has been divorced, great. Any man that has been child support, great. Anybody that has thrown in jail, domestic violation. There's nothing different from what she's doing and what women do, and they get away with it. Like, think about this. I want you to look this up. I actually looked this up on Google. I looked this up on Google, and I looked up, and I actually Googled this. Oh, wait a minute. Right here. I Google women receives jail time for false allegations. And I'm looking up the stories. There's not that many stories of a woman receiving jail time for a false allegation. And since, I mean, hence, a woman can lie about something happening, but there's rarely ever punishment when the allegation is proven to be false. Now, there are some stories. There's a woman that was at Sacred Heart University in Connecticut. Her name is Nikki, Nikki, uh, Nick, what was her name? It was an Italian, Nikki Yovino over here. All right, Nikki Yovino. As in, and as you can look, I want you to look in Google. Most of the stories that came back were Nikki Yovino. Look, Nikki, right here. It says right here, Nikki Yovino. Here is the story again, Manhattan Judge, same one. This is a British woman. And um, this is the British woman again. All right, same story. So it's not that many stories, but there are some. But most of the time, if there's a false allegation, there's really no retribution. There's really no jail time. If you think of Brian Banks, there's really no, oh, we caught you in a lie. You admitted you were lying. Go to jail. Matter of fact, you can take a woman to family court, display to the judge that she's lied. Look, she's lying. She's committed perjury. And the judge will brush that shit up under the table. Now, you lie on your on your court documents. You lie one time. They'll threaten you with jail. 
They'll threaten your ass with jail. They'll threaten to harass you legally. They'll threaten to subpoena all your things and make you pay for it if you lie one time. Actually, if you guys think I'm lying, let me show you an example of this. Let me show you an example of this. So in this clip, in this clip, uh, let's see here. Here's a man. This is a very lengthy clip, so I will try to, you can you can look it up yourself. But um, on this part, let me show, hold on for a second. I got to, uh, hold on for a second. I got to, I got to, I got to do the bookmark here. So in this case right here, let me, let me share it again. Uh, this is a guy, he's, he's being brought in a contempt hearing for failing to pay child support. Um, let's see, 130 and 11. So here's the guy right here. This is what you go, this is what your dumb ass going to look like. You see him right here. So what your dumb ass going to look like. All right. It's going to be an empty room. So they, many times they do these things in private. Many times these rooms are filled up just knowing from experience. There's the bailiff. And here he is holding masculine frame. He's holding masculine frame in court. Now across the table, across the table, it's going to be your ex. Oh, damn. I thought I had it queued up. Queued up Dre. And uh, there, uh, where is it at? Let me see if I can play it. Yeah, I remember signing office, but I, I yeah, see, they they start playing his ass like a fool, like a fiddle. There's two bailiffs in here. There was no notary. There. And so he trying to defend himself. Guys, when you go into court and you try to do all this shit and shuffle, they already ready for your ass. They do this for a living. Yeah, yeah, but you signed it. All right, where's the wife? I'm trying to show the wife here or the girlfriend or the baby mama. All right, so the female feminist judge ain't having it. All right. Yeah, show him the last two pages. See, she like, yeah, show this ninja. All right, he's trying to shuffle in here. We gonna show him what the hell's up. Um, there she is, right there. There's the baby mama. There's the baby mama. Baby mama ain't got no worry. Baby mama didn't just threw his ass all up under the bus. He ain't doing this. He ain't doing that. Wait till we get to the last part. You're gonna see how much the baby mama threw his ass under the bus. Let's go ahead and go to the one thirty part. So she's sitting over there. Knowing he's going to jail. She knows he's going to jail. There's had three bailiffs in there doing the business. You in there by yourself. And you think you about to tell the judge logically what happened. You ain't filed no paperwork, no response. You ain't filed to get the charges dismissed. You ain't filed shit. I'm going to just go in and tell the judge. Yeah, you ain't going to tell a damn thing. Let's go ahead and go uh, forward here. Let's listen to what the judge about to do to his ass. Oh, yes. There was even a B, November 15th, 2016, that check for $11,721. That was undeniably cash for Mr. Fields' personal use. And he chose, again, not to do anything to help relieve the debt with regard to the schools. So somehow, sorry for the volume here, somehow the girlfriend or the baby mama found out that he got an $11,000 check. and. He cashed it, did not pay any child support out of the check. It did. It was not taken out of the check. But the baby mama took his ass to court with the fucking check. And said he got an $11,000 check. Now, he might have told. He might have told this woman that he got the $11,000 check, which he's a dumbass. But somehow she done found out. And now the judge knows that he got a check at some particular point and did not pay any child support out of it. Let's go ahead and continue. So um, uh, I find that um, Mr. Fields is in contempt for not making any effort 
uh, with any of these large substantial funds he received to make payment toward the school tuition. All right. It's a school tuition issue. Um, again, there's no evidence of where any of the rest of the money went other than his testimony that he owed a lot of bills. All right. So he wanted to pay his bills. He didn't pay any money towards the tuition. Um, he could have paid the tuition from all of the last year. Now, um, that's happening in my case. I paid the tuition the last two years. You think the baby mom went in there and said he paid all the last two years, but he hasn't paid this last month. No, they're not going to mention any of the, the monies that you paid for any damn thing. They're not going to mention one good thing that you did. They're going to say you didn't pay shit. And I paid everything. Continue. True, but we're here on a contempt issue, and I don't find it to be credible that that exact amount all went to pay bills um, without more, without evidence of that. Um, and there was evidence of some discretionary cash of nearly $12,000 that was not used to pay school or to help retire or relieve any of that uh, school debt. So, okay, so there's another $12,000 that it received. All right, so again, this is what. This is how they get your records. This is why you don't bring them any records. All right. You got to you gotta make them dig for all of these fucking records. All right. But they're going to use your Instagram. They're going to use all that shit. Let's go ahead and continue. Court finds uh, Mr. Fields in contempt for not uh, doing anything with regard to that. With regard, again, I, I do note that he didn't get noticed until the middle of April with regard to the um, $650 that was uh, to be paid. And um, but I also note that. See? Man, they got they got notes, they got details, they got all your shit. You probably gave them half the information. <laughs> you gave them half the information. And by the way, this is a contempt hearing. This is the only way they can throw you in jail. They can't throw you in jail for unpaid child support because that is a debt. That is a debtor's. Uh, there's no such thing as a debtor's prison based on the Constitution. But they can't say you violated a court order, in which if there's no court order for you to pay anything then you violated nothing. You will never be held to contempt. But if you do have a order and you are aware of that order and you violate and you don't pay anything, you can be in violation of the judge's order and they can throw you in jail. Continue. Mr. Fields filed a uh, financial disclosure form <clears throat> on December 7th, mm -mm. 2007. She about to get his ass. Uh, which indicates Mr. Fields testified that mm -mm. well, he got that job in maybe December or something. As it turns out, he got that job in January. Okay. So now she's about to prove that he's a liar. Remember when I said, when the woman lies and you prove she lies, they'll do nothing. But if you lie on a legal document, if you lie on anything, they're going to drag your ass for it. And so now this guy apparently has not been truthful on his legal disclosure, which I meant I'm wanting sign shit. I wouldn't disclose a damn thing. I'll be like, y'all find it. You find it. <laughs> All right. I, because once you put on there, it could be similar to an affidavit. It is a it's a legal form. Continuing. Uh, he testified that it ended March of 2017. And yet the document he filed with the court um, is financial disclosure form. So a lot of times the child support will say, hey, sign this. Give me a financial disclosure here. Put this and just sign this. Don't sign nothing. Because this woman, remember, she said, you signed this, you signed this, you signed this, right? You signed this, right? Don't put your signature on nothing if you want to play the game. But you better have balls of steel when you go up in that mug. That says 
I swear or affirm under penalty of perjury that I have read and followed all instructions in completing this financial disclosure form. I understand that by my signature, I guarantee the truthfulness of the information on this form. I also understand that if knowingly make false statements, I may be subject to punishment, including contempt of court. Um, Mr. Scotty signed that. He filed it with the court. It was dated again December 7, 2017, the same day that it was filed with the court. And that indicates his job didn't end until September 1st, 2017. He further, and that was the job with West Express Transport. He further indicated that. All this for a nut. All this for a nut. <laughs> you wanted to bust a nut. That's all that was. This happened after you busted a nut. <laughs> all this for you fell in love and you wanted a legacy. He says, why cooperate with someone that's trying to jack you for your paper? Exactly. But they make it seem like if you don't cooperate, they're going to use it against you. I'm like, shit, I cooperated and look what happened. That um, through September 5th, he received Ooh. gross year-to-date pay in the amount of $16,000. Oh, boy. So Mr. Fields had funds. He had funds to pay something. He had funds to pay something more than $10 in child support. Paying $10 in child support Ten. for your children when you... When mom has primary physical custody uh -oh. and you're the non-custodial parent. And you oh, wow. So she just said mom has the primary physical custody. You are a non-custodial, which means legally you ain't nobody but a payee. You're not even a legal parent. The only reason you're a legal parent is because we need your money. <laughs> Yo. So again, he lied once and they're giving his ass the damn fifth the third degree she lied probably a whole bunch and they didn't say shit and she don't have to do nothing the system's doing it the woman's doing nothing she's just sitting there pay just ten dollars when you do have some stream of income coming in is it's insulting to your children here we go here we go so what's gonna happen now and he's gonna try to talk she's gonna shut his ass down now they're gonna play the you're not supporting your kids and your kids got to eat and need a roof over their head that's when you say, well, why don't why don't the kids live with me? Sir, do not interrupt me. OK, because you're going to say, well, I have a roof. Obviously, I have the income. Why am not? Why am I not the custodial parent? That would that would make sense with it. This woman probably fought him tooth and nail not to be the custodial. She fought for him to be the non-custodial. But now they're going to put the shame on him as to his kids haven't eating anything. Listen. Insulting to the court. It's insulting to he tried to talk um, the process, sir, because that's that's a I'm gonna pay as little as I can and still say I paid something. Um no the court's making a ruling right now. The time to argue or to speak is over with. Uh, so she shut his ass up. She said, Shut up. You've been here for an hour and 30 minutes. You can't say nothing, no, nothing else. I'm ruling right now. And as you can see, I'm about to railroad your ass. Mr. Fields had the ability to pay something, spent a long period of time with um, shirking an obligation to provide any meaningful support to the children, despite the fact that some funds have been running through his hands. Um, he was able to pay rent in the amount of $930 a month. He wasn't evicted until June. So at least we have, you know, April and May, the time when he found out he had a child support. I tell you, this is humiliation. What she's doing is humiliating him, okay? Um, and so this is what you guys will go in the court. They will take all your paperwork and all your stuff. They will subpoena all your stuff, and then they will humiliate you. So this is basically a tar and feather.
Now, he has some financial problems. He's got evicted from his house. I don't know why he's got evicted. But now this is just humiliation. And the baby mom gets to watch it all. She gets to be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. See, I told you. And this is why women take you to court to be humiliated, right? They don't, they're not trying to get, I mean, they take you for money, but they want to humiliate you. Continuing. Support obligation, and he didn't pay child support either. He's chosen to pay, to continue to support himself. Oops. Um, and not provide, again, any meaningful. Uh, she repeated that again. For his yeah, we already heard that children so sir i do find you in contempt i find that a lot of what you have to say here is um see yeah somebody said judge is gaslighting she definitely is gaslighting what she wants him to do is act out to throw extra days on his contempt charge right so now she wants him to act up and, and, and interrupt and talk so she can say ah you're doing this and that she's gaslighting the hell out of him she's repeating herself for no or no apparent reason continuing Now what? There's the baby. Look at the baby mama right here. Look at the baby mama terrorist. All she got to do is drag your ass to this room. All she got to do is take her cootie cat, let you bust inside of them walls, drag your ass in here. Continuing. Not credible with regard to your statement that you said you're not ducking my kids. Um, there was no evidence that you were fired because you asked for a raise. There was no evidence that you had set up a paycheck deduction. All of this is coming from your testimony and your testimony by your own financial, your own, your testimony here today. What is she talking about, bro? What, what? It was rebutted by your own financial disclosure form that indicated oh. that what yep. you were saying was really not true. You tend to kind of fudge, fudge. information one way or another to make it so that the court won't hold you in contempt. Yeah. So she said, you're a liar. All right. You're a liar. Is she lying, Judge? Did the woman lie over there? I'm sure she did. But many times she can prove that she wasn't lying because she'll have the dates and the receipts and she'll have everything lined up. She'll have a private investigator or she'll go snoop or you'll tell her the information and you'll just give her all the ammo to smoke your ass. Continue. You have an obligation to support your kids. We can't wait until your ship comes in, sir. Your kids need to eat. Here we go. So. What, what, what are we talking about here? Uh, most men give their kids enough. They support their kids. The rapper Scarface got thrown into jail for some back child support, and he already paid for his kids to go to college. The kids are eating. Kids are eating. They're fine. They don't need therapy. They're not suicidal. But they all play these games to get your ass in there, and then they will bury you with, your kids aren't eating. Continuing. They need to have clothing. They need to have a roof over there. They need to have clothing. They need to be supported. And we can't kids are going to be fine. I'm a non-custodial. <laughs> Put the kids with me if they need all that shit. They'd be like, nope. Can't wait until you get around to it, okay? Um, there, are, I do take note that there's pictures that you're certainly having a good time. Oh, see. In the interim, at least at, on occasions. Oh, so he, he, let's, let's show you again. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? She said, there are pictures. Seems like you're having fun while your kids aren't eating. Let's listen again. Until you get around to it. Okay. Um, there are, I do take note that there's pictures that you're certainly having. Where's the fucking evidence? Where's the evidence, ma'am? Well, where your note? Objection. <laughs> Objection. What evidence? You looking around for pictures? Show me the pictures. You ain't got no damn pictures. You talking shit right now. What are you talking about? Oh, I do see that uh, there were pictures of you on Facebook. <laughs> That's crazy. 
hearsay testimony, non-admissible. I don't have copies of these pictures. I don't have copies of the pictures. Where's the picture? A good time during the interim, at least on occasions. Um, but, you know, you need to be spending all of your efforts trying to get a job. It looks like there's some evidence of getting a job, but there's also more importantly evidence that you did have some funds. You have been supporting yourself for a substantial crazy. period of time with, again, no meaningful support to your children. If you have money that you can obtain to put gas in your car or food for yourself, um, then there's an ability to pay some amount of child support for your children. You're choosing not to pay. You're choosing to, um, I think the two of you both are getting into arguments about I'm not paying child support because I'm not seeing my kids. I'm not. Okay. So, uh, the judge acknowledges that the, the father's not getting, uh, the custody met, right? She's not meeting the custody, which basically means she's extorting him at this point. Any mother that does now come, uh, not complete a custody exchange that's illegal too but they're never going to get punished they're never the judge is never going to say how come you haven't been sending the kid over okay contempt of court that would be the same contempt charge here's a custody agreement i gave you the custody agreement but you're not sending the kid over you're held in contempt never somebody says that is not a crime yeah hmm. it's a it's against the it's against the court order they should be thrown in jail will it ever happen no Nope. This is what you're up against, guys. I'm not letting you see the kids because I'm not receiving child support. That's what it kind of looks like. But kind of side of all of that. Kind of. Um, <laughs> uh, my findings today are based on the information that I'm receiving, Mr. Fields. The, the information from the baby mama. Based on the information that I'm receiving, because most of the time you don't have no information to rebut the argument. You don't have five and six and seven pieces of evidence in cases. And she didn't do this on this day. You just walked up in the court. She piled on charges and trumped up the case. You had zero. This is what happens. And you just think, I'm going to go in and tell the judge. No, you're not. She's only going to deal with what she has in front of her. From your own financial disclosure form and the evidence that has been provided today that you've had, you have had opportunities to. Um, what the hell? Some. Uh, payment toward the school tuition you've chosen not to you've had heads you have had some income that have come into your hands she's still rambling the um, uh, april 2017 order that was we already been touching over this what is going on sent to you because your date of termination wasn't until september 1st we already talked about this you're really not taking this seriously okay yep it's all his fault that you do need to pay child support to this I don't court. think the dates were correct. Okay, so the court is holding you in contempt. We the said court that. is um, sanctioning you with 10 days incarceration. 10 days. Uh, you can purge. Listen to me. Yeah, so right now he about to shuffle. He like this. 10 days. Sorry for the loud sound effect. He like 10 days. He started shuffling. He was like, what? <laughs> You can purge that incarceration, which means you don't go to jail or that you're released from jail. So he said you don't go to jail. No, you're released. Yeah, you go into jail. You get in the mugshot and fingerprints. But if you got some money, you can get the hell out of there. With the payment of $2,000 to mom for child support. No, 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 no. I'm not giving her she. All right. I'll pay the child support agency $2,000. All right, but I ain't paying, I ain't putting no money in nobody's hand. So he going to jail 
for 10 days or $2,000. What is that? Is that, that's not even how the legal system works. That's not how jail even works. You would put up a bond. You would put up bail. It's not you pay the mom or you go to jail. You pay the agency. And there's no agency. So give the mom $2,000. What the hell? You'll be released. You'll be released from jail upon the payment of $2,000 bail, which will be released to mom for child support. It'll be credited toward your child support obligation. No, but I don't have $2,000. Uh-oh, you ain't got $2,000. Apparently, you don't. That's why your ass sitting in there. <laughs> if you're going to fight the legal system, have money. Okay, I'm just let you know, man. Because let's say you do this and you get up to this particular point and you was telling them to kiss my ass, right? You better have whatever you owe. You better have an abundance of it because when they put your ass in the clink, you want to be like, I'm going to just bail the hell on out of here. <laughs> All right. So, um, but if you ain't got it, do not fight this system. I'm, I, my bank accounts are zeroed out. That's yep. the honest to God truth. This hearing is complete. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one more thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> she was like, this hearing is order. Oh, there is one more thing. I'm going to dunk your ass on. I'm going to dunk your ass. I got some more for your ass. With regard to the eviction, it looked like there was only $73.50 is what it looks like. Um, and in any event, you were there through June. So. What that have to do? Anyway, this hearing is completed. Um, Ma'am, you need to provide prepare an order from today that includes the findings. Mm, so, uh, she's her own representation. You need to prepare an order. No, you do it. <laughs> That's your job. It ain't my job. But of course, if you don't have an attorney, you got to do the work. You're going to have to get a copy of the video, and you're going to have to watch the video so that you get the court's findings at the end. It's important that they're put inside the order. Okay. Okay. That's all she had to say. Look, she got her pencil and paper. This is a woman you slept with right here. This is a woman that loved you and you nutted in her. <laughs> this is a woman who loved you. And this is where they'd be like, who hurt you? And why are you hurt and bitter? You've been in jail, contempt, not seeing your kids, dodging the police, dodging service. Who hurt you? And look at this woman. She like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep, uh-huh. Thank you very much, judge. Thank you very much. She ain't get no. How come you ain't let them see the kids? Not once. with $2,000 before I can get out? Is that? Or the 10 days, whichever is first. Damn. So she was like, you served the 10 days, get your ass out of there after 10 days, and then you're going to have to come up with the $2,000. We're going to do another contempt hearing on your ass. Look at her. He going to jail. She going home. And he, she, she like, we off the record now. <laughs> we off the record. We ain't got to hear shit. Oh, you think that's the only one? I got another one for you. Somebody get that old troll in here. Guys, you think that's it? You think that's it? Let me show you another one. And then we'll get to the contributors. We'll get to the contributors. All right, let me show you another one. This is what you're up against, court of public opinion. See, when you go in there, you think you're going to rationally, logically explain shit. You ain't going to explain nothing. This is a guy right here, Joe Kinnick. This is from RP, um, RP, what's his name? Let me give him proper credit. Fair use, RPW Liberation. This is an older video from 2017. Uh, this is when I was watching content and not creating content. I remember this one like night and day. Here it is right here. This is a gentleman. He's got his dockers and his cell phone on his belt. <laughs> um, the, the house, I paid $235,000 to purchase, and you have the documentation to show that it was a graffiti. 
and I pay $230,000 to build it. That's $465,000. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Shut your ass up. Somebody says, coach takes notes, ex-lawyer watching this podcast. Yeah, they watching me. But the thing is, I already know this bullshit. All right, so what did I tell you? I, I gave you a secret hint just not that long ago of how to get over that. But that's neither here or there. I gave you a hint. But um, this guy just mentioned, this guy just mentioned, I just paid for a house. I bought some land. I paid $250,000 to build a house. That's $400,000. Your ass in here talking. Shut the hell up. You had it signed over on my behalf, so I'm under the impression that I'm paid. If I'm not, then that's news to me. That you're paid for child support? Yes, sir. That would exceed all child support. 1500 a month, as Attorney Casa stated. 1500 a month times 12 is okay. whatever that works out to be. Right. A lot. If, if that <laughs> times 10 years before my that, daughter turns 18 would be if, if that, fourth, six, if that position is not correct, sir. The, the how much? $34,436. 34000 Wait, 34000 <laughs> Wait, $34,000. What? What kind of child support is that, bro? Who owes $34,000? He must not have even known that this was even compiling on him. 34000 She about to get $34,000 from me? Uh-uh. Continue. I, I have no possible way to pay that. I have no checking account. They've closed them. Uh, I went to the bank yesterday. See, this is new. This is a guy that hadn't swallowed that red pill yet. You know what I mean? These are the legacy guys, the legacy ninjas. These are you. You don't know what's coming. You don't know how the game is played. You don't realize what's happening to your ass. You don't have veins, ice cold veins. You don't, you ain't on the dark side. You think this shit is going to matter what you're saying in there. Nothing you say matters. All you're going to do is bury your ass. It's 34000 in total. I think he's behind 34000 Um, account number 6901 has a negative $21 and 90 cents balance. They closed it on July 9th. And the 6902 account had 13 cents in it, and they closed that on August 1st of 2012. Right. Mr. Kenick, uh, Mr. Kenick, uh, yeah, he like, I don't give a damn what you're saying. This is what your judges be looking like. Man, look, man. I'm going to commit you to the House of Corrections in lieu of $4,500 uh, cash bail. If the cash bail is uh, paid, uh, then that would be uh, set over towards the average due uh, for the child support. Okay, so you guys see what's happening here. He needs to come up with, or, this is a shakedown. This is what a shakedown looks like. You had an obligation. You had you nutted in a woman. Then you had an obligation. You didn't pay that obligation. The judge gets a cut. The state gets a cut. The feds pay their cut. The bailiff gets paid. And they keep you in business with 80% of women coming in filing these cases. And uh, they shake your ass down. They extort you. And you don't even see your kids. We don't, we don't even know if this man has even seen his kids. But he got to pay out of a $34,000 debt. He needs to pay $4,000 or he going to the clink. Uh, if the uh, $4,500 cash bill is not paid, you would be held, and I will schedule a further hearing 
Oh, and then you got to come back to court. Uh, for the show cause hearing in this matter in uh, 30 days, if you are still. And so now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him now. He was standing up defending himself. He wore his suit. He wore his damn Kmart Target ass dress shirt with his goofy ass tie and his Dockers. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> he tried to hold masculine frame. <laughs> he tried to hold masculine frame. <laughs> he tried to hold masculine <laughs> He said his knees got weak. <laughs> His knees got weak. He's like, wait, what? Wait, I'm going to jail? Wait, I'm going to jail, Sean? Uh, sir, if you are incarcerated, I will have another show cause hearing in 30 days to review the incarceration. I got to come back to court after I get thrown into jail? Oh, shit. <laughs> yep, he got slumped. He got slumped. He was like, yo, wait. I got to wait. I'm going to jail. I need to pay 4K and I got to come back to court to review my incarceration. Holy shit. So if you want, if you want to address the court, you have to stand with us. Thank you. Um, if you throw me in jail, how would I possibly, what's the show cause here? You to say, did you tell me in jail that I haven't paid? Because how am I supposed to pay? We will address the next show cause hearing at the next show cause. Yeah, yeah, but look, we'll address that show cause hearing when we're done with this show cause hearing. That show cause hearing has nothing to do with this show cause hearing. Yeah, you dumbass. This is how we work this system. We get your ass. And we don't care how you pay the money. If you don't pay the money, you stay in jail. How am I going to pay? You should have figured that out. Again, I gave you the hint. If you're going to fight this system, you better have cash money ready to go. Bail money. I, don't I tell you guys when you go outside, and you go to parties and clubs and you go to Vegas and you get drunk. Have bail money. Do not fight this without bail money. If you're going to fight, as soon as they start shuffling on your ass and they're like, you're going to go in and we're going to do this and that and this and that, you be like, go ahead and put me in. And then you have somebody there, go get my bail money and you bail the hell up out of there. <laughs> That's what you do. If you ain't got that, you done. Do not show up in that court. Let them default judge your ass and let them find you. Don't go in there and argue shit or, or, or fight it through legal paperwork and just lob bombs at them. That's going to take a lot of time. You are in custody. The court offices will direct you. He said, what? Look at that. Look at it. He didn't lost all the color enough in his face. I'm in custody. You're like, uh -uh, I ain't going to jail. The hearing is closed, sir. Uh, I don't hear you. Hearing's closed. I don't hear shit you got to say. Okay, you are in custody. <laughs> it's right, right here. He like, can anybody help me? Nope. Can, <laughs> can anybody help me? Look at his position right here. When a man gives it up like this, he like, <laughs> hey man, when this happens, bro, he done lost all the color in his face. <laughs> this is I'm the defeated pose right here. And look who coming in here. He, the executioner coming. The executioner. He like this here. Game over. Uh, Anybody? Can I talk to anyone else? 
anyone. I am pro se, so the court has now locked up my lawyer. I need access to the internet and a computer. Or off the record. Yeah, he like, shut your ass up. He's, he tried to use the I'm pro se, so you can't throw the lawyer in the clink. Judge was like, see your ass in 30 days. Let me get some um let me get to these uh super chats and support. Somebody said sorry this isn't funny. I know, I'm just it's not funny. It's literally, literally not funny. But when you get in these situations, this is what you're up to and when I keep telling you when you when you when you keep telling me about legacy or you keep telling men that they're bitter and hurt when they go through this and you don't see this. Guys, not many people record these situations. Many people don't see this. You don't see this, and then you say to a man who says, I'm never getting married again, oh, you just bitter and hurt, right? Or who hurt you? And the dude is like, what do you mean who hurt me? I've been getting legally abused for 5, 10, sometimes 15 years. If you break up with your girlfriend or you're in a situation where you're walking on eggshells with your baby mama and you broke up, the kid's three years old, and for the next 15 years, you're walking on eggshells like this. Shit, I can't tell her too much of this. And I don't want to give me, I don't want to buy a new car. I can't move. I don't want to buy a new house. I don't want to move because you know any one thing's gonna trigger her. And if she gets triggered, your ass is grass. Period. And they're gonna be like, who hurt you? Shout out to uh, we're gonna call you D Will. D Will, death by simp in Houston today. Wife showed up to lunch with the husband to discuss divorce terms and had the new boyfriend in tow. Husband deleted the new boyfriend after an argument. Wait, what happened to my? Then self-deleted in the parking lot. Wow. Wow. Sorry for the volume. Thank you for sharing that one. Houston, husband, wife. I'm going to see if I can pull that up for later show. Oh, here it is. Houston, eight hours ago, man kills wife's boyfriend before killing himself during a divorce. You guys got to start taking this stuff seriously, man. During divorce, talk at a restaurant. Hey, come, let's talk to about the divorce. She shows up with another man. Death by simp. Death by simp. Who's going to start believing me? I'm tired of people trying to treat me like I don't know what I'm talking about. It's right here in front of you guys. It's right here. There's the, All the evidence you need is here. Just do your, here it is right here. Man deletes wife, wife's boyfriend before deleting himself. Damn. During divorce talk at a restaurant. She set his ass up. She set those two men up. Set, set the boyfriend up and set the husband up. This was a setup. Not saying that she wanted both men to get deleted, but this is a setup. And two men lost their lives. And they just sweep. They just sweep all of that bullshit under the rug. They make the husband look like the bad guy. See, he was an abuser. And he wasn't cooperating with the divorce. The boyfriend had to come. The boyfriend was a victim. She's a victim. Now she's alive and they're both dead. I mean, when are we going to wake up? Are we going to wake up? No. You're still going to start prosec- persecuting men? All right. KT King, man. I thought you were supposed to be at your kid's birthday. You still super chatting me. All right, so that was uh, uh, Jorge Zapata talking about the tattoo removal. We're going to go over to Cali, West Miami. And I don't do these things to anger you. I do these things to show you because nobody else is showing you. Not even your girlfriend is going to show you this. Cali West says, but coach, basically you're saying 
to not get wrapped up in the family court. Just don't go to court at all. Shout out to the coach game. Well, what I'm saying is if you fight many times, unless you just have a sympathetic judge and will let you talk, most of the time your results are going to be like that, especially if you're behind in child support and you go to a contempt hearing. What I would do, this is what I would suggest. Okay, you get a contempt hearing. Okay, just know you your ass is going to jail and they're going to shake you down. What I would do in that point, what I would do in that point is I would file bankruptcy chapter 13. I would end it. I would end the bullshit. Now, you're going to say, well, I don't want seven years or 10 years of bad luck financially. I'm going to tell you, by the time they bring your ass in there for contempt hearing on $34,000 of a missing child support, your credit is screwed over anyway. Anytime you're visiting a contempt hearing, your credit is jacked anyway. They already got everything that you owe uh, bad on missed payments of child support. Your credit is messed up anyway. What's the point? I wouldn't even sit in front of the judge. Contempt hearing? Okay, chapter 13, bye. <laughs> All right. And then just end the damn thing. But you guys won't do it. Well, I'm worried and I want to buy a house in two years. If you're about behind child support and they're trying to throw you in jail, your child support, your credit is not going to be relevant anyway. If you have money and make money on the side, this is why I tell you, get side hustles, get money under the table. This is why I tell you to have all of these revenue streams. Because if you just go in there W-2, they're going to choke you out. They're going to choke you out. So child support already on your credit report, and it's already you already got docs big time by the time you show up to a contempt hearing. Contempt hearing, just file Chapter 13 and tell them to go stick it up their ass. They can't. They cannot have the contempt hearing anymore. Uh, he says move to another country. Well, if you want to run, run. I, I'm not telling you to run. What I'm telling you is don't let them play that game, all right? And you got to be willing to do what you got to do legally. That gives you a legal sh uh, umbrella or protection against their uh, encroaching on you illegally. Okay? So, or or illegally using their little legal tactics. So they, they, they file a contempt. They tell you to show up to court. You file a chapter 13. You have federal protection. You put the pack, the, the the remaining balance in the payment program, a payment plan, which you can spread it out over five years. You can say, I'm going to pay you $150 a month over five years. Your ex is going to be pissed because she's going to want the full balance or she's going to want $4,000. She's going to be like, what the hell is this? You then have six months of protection where they can do nothing to you. They can't even send you mail anymore for six months. They can't even send you mail. They can't even contact you. The court can't even contact you. Because you're doing a uh, uh, you're doing a chapter 13. Okay. And so at that particular point, you get your driver's license back, you get your passport. They cannot restrict any of those things. You get everything back. And then you can figure out how to repair your life after that, or you can go to jail. <laughs> Which one do you want? You can start working on your knuckle game, serving 10 days in jail, paying four thousand dollars to your ex and then showing up for a show cause hearing in 30 days. Take your pick. Knuckle up. What do you want to do, man? People always, listen, there's no perfect solution to all of this. And I'm, I'm tired of men on the internet trying to look for the perfect solution. There's no perfect solution. You got to pick one or the other. They're not perfect. Pick one. 
move out of the state, change your driver's license to the different state. All right. What do or you can pay the money. <laughs> Start right there. Pay your child support. If you get put on child support, let's say they drag you in. They're like, we want them to pay $1,000. All right, fucking I'll pay it. All right, then you just don't have the headache anymore. Pay the child support. How about that? And then if you want to even say, what, what do I do before that? Stop busting up inside a woman. And stop believing in the legacy. All right, come on. Pay the, pay the child support. Pay your child support. If they order it, pay it. If you want to play games with them, play games with them. But at some particular point, you're going to have to pay it. Or you can disconnect your name from your social security number and play that game and then don't allow child support to collect it because that's the person that's going to send you to contempt hearing. So you could do all that prior to her even filing a case. Come on, man. Come on, man. There's no perfect solution. The best thing is to do is if you don't want this, don't have kids. If you don't want any parts of this, the best thing to do is don't have kids. If you do have kids, you better hope and pray she don't take you down this path. 80, 70% of marriages that have kids will end in divorce. And you better hope and pray she cool. You better tiptoe around her on eggshells until your kids turn 18. Right? It's, it, that, that's how serious it is. If she's one of these antagonists, and a victim and a damsel in distress, you're going to get screwed over because you don't have the energy to be petty. <laughs> I'm not saying that. You don't have the energy to be petty. She has all the time in the world and energy, and she has a reason to be petty. She can keep the kids from you and then get money. She wins. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. You, on the other hand, it's a loss-loss. Yo, so I'm raw-dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun on me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. And by the way, I'm not giving legal advice. This is an edutainment program. I'm not giving you legal advice. Every case is different. It depends on what you want, how you want to play the game. Uh, do you want to be petty? Do you want to waste time? Do you want to waste money on attorneys that are you just going to get the same result anyway? Um, do you want to just pay your bill and just wash your hands of the whole situation? There's plenty of lanes you can do this in. However, you got here because you busted up in somebody's wall. And you wanted a legacy. 70% of y'all going to end up something like this. Not, not to that extreme, but something. So what did I say, Callie? Callie said, so I'm saying what? Uh, SAU says, coach, my, my ex sued me. I went to court with $70,000 in cash. Or 3.5, 3, oh wait, uh, maybe, is that pesos? And two lawyers, I barely made it out. If it wasn't for the money, I could have stayed incarcerated. There you go. So I don't know, because he's in Mexico, so I don't know what cash is what. I think it's 70K in pesos, in cash pesos. So, But it's around uh, $3,500 in US dollars. Once again, if you're going to do this and you ain't got no pot of money on the side, you going to jail. <laughs> and he said he barely got out of there and he had two lawyers with him. If you're in that situation, you're you're going to jail or you're paying. Period. All right, that's how it works. You're not going to you're not going to talk your way out of a contempt hearing. Uh you better just say how much y'all want. As soon as you show up, how much y'all want? How much is it going to take? And don't even go into the courtroom. 
These people have lawyers running around there in the courthouse. You just basically find one, pull one to the side, or they might even find you, Mr. Harris. And they'll say, hey, look, we're about to go in there. We can cut a deal on the side where you get no jail time or two days suspended sentence. Um, now you're a criminal for having kids. Two days suspended sentence, pay us $1,500, and we'll see you next time. I've seen that happen in, 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 in court. I've seen that happen. They off to the side. And the dude's like, shit, I ain't got $1,500. Well, dude, why did you even show? <laughs> you better get on your hustle. You showed up to a contempt hearing with no money? Shit. You're going to jail. You're going to jail. That's where you're going. Come in there, find some fast cash, take a loan, loan shark. I don't know what to tell you. Show up with four G's, cash money in your pocket. Tell them you got it. Or when they say we throwing you in, we're going to record your ass going to jail. You're going to see your mug shop. And then you can give the 4K to the baby mama and you can get out of there. Have bail money. Always. <laughs> we're trying to teach you guys what to do over here. Abel returns to uh, Eden, says CDC report, women commit majority of child abuse. Well, that would only make sense. I mean, uh, I'm going to check out that child, uh, that CDC report. It only makes sense because they're around them more. Uh, but um, many of the things that they do is not physical abuse, but sometimes it can be, but it's emotional abuse, verbal abuse, and all that type of stuff. Uh, threatening, sometimes they're committing abuse in the form of child um, endangerment or or parental alienation, right? They'll parental alienate and alienate you from your the kid from the father, and nobody will call that abuse. But it, it is abuse. It's con, it's it's categorized as abuse. Majority abuse women. I'm gonna try to see if I can pull that up. Is it child abuse? Let me see. Child abuse. I mean, it only makes sense. They they have they actually have more contact with the child. So if there is any abuse, it probably is going to come from that, come from them. Moose Hefner says, is a woman with anxiety a red flag? Yes, absolutely. Guys got to read these red flags. Anxiety for sure. Anxiety, stress, depression. Yes, that's a red flag, right? She's anxious and she can't. Why is she anxious? Remember, depression and anxiety and stress are symptoms but people call them disease. They will say, well, I'm diseased with depression. No, that's a symptom of something. And it usually is a symptom of guilt. It's a symptom of a life decisions made bad, a symptom of bad economics, a symptom of they can't get no sleep. Why can't people sleep? They're guilty of something. Something's going on in their lives. They're going to feel financial pain and grief, eviction. That's why you could be anxious. You could be anxious because you're on drugs. It's a symptom. People think depression and all this shit is a disease. It's a symptom. You're depressed for a reason. Something caused the depression. It didn't come out of nowhere. So what is it a symptom of? You, that's what you got to get down to. But people just brush it. Oh, I got depression. That like you got the clap, like you got gonorrhea. No, you got gonorrhea because what? You was running up in raw on some people. You got depression because maybe you were a victim of abuse. You never know. He says, you're talking on the patient like coach, right? He says, you're talking on a patient like, I don't know what that means. But why is she anxious? Find that out. There's a, that's the symptom. What you need to find out is why something's causing her to be anxious. 
Dan G says, sup, coach, any spots left in the coaching program? There's no coaching program. It's <laughs> nay. It's nay on the. Come on, man. Everything. Yo. <laughs> that shit on the <laughs> it's nay on the oak coach a what mm. shout out to dan also says i'm 30 and make 100k a year and need help with my next move all right just hey email the email email the... i need to start speaking pig latin <laughs> Are you the ops? CraigAdams1.com. Rick. Hit the email. <laughs> All right. Brian Horsley says, thank you for consistent live streams, man. Yes, it is a task. I appreciate you. I'm supposed to be doing the video shoot all glammed up in a minute. The, the dictator says, my apologies, coach. I'm late to the party. No big deal. Thank you for the contribution. Jones G. Baby Mama Terrors be sniggling when you brothers go to jail. Like, they happy when your ass get locked up. They happy. All right? Uh, it's crazy. I'm going to show you a video of one doing it. Brian Yu says, fellas, coach ain't lying. Protect your seed. Um, I, I'm still amazed at the people who, y'all, you just bit or hurt. Man, I, I actually have this experience. Uh, the, what, the one blessing I've had, it was I've been taking the court every year since 2013. Every year, except for 2021. <laughs> like, so I've been in it. And so what I do is I'm a great absorber of information. I can take the information and I can process it and be like, ah. so I've actually turned it and parlayed it. And I keep telling them, I'm like, all you doing is making me richer. <laughs> you all, all you doing is enriching me when you take me in, because then I just take the information and pass it on to everybody else. So I'd be like, oh, shit, this is what I learned this time. But some people can't. Some people don't do that. And some people get threatened. They're like, you can't talk about this. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm going to talk. I'm telling. I'm like, you only helping my case. So you're only helping me give more information to people. So thank you. All right. Shout out to Eric. We call you Eric Beans. He says, coach, this is for your work exposing these realities. Thank you, man. If it wasn't for me and other men like me, none of you, none of you guys would know any of this. Somebody says, Mikhail says, coach, I think you have a rat on your channel reporting. Of course, of course. You know, I mean, listen, there's 1300 people in here now. Many times there's 1600, 1800, 2000. You think these people are here supporting me? They stay in the weeds. They lie in the reeds like snakes and they're out there taking notes and, and investigators are watching me and. All of these people and people are the haters are watching me. They got nothing else better to do. I'm going to watch this guy and hate on everything. He said, actually, when I was on the Satan Center podcast, when I was on his podcast, there was a guy throwing shade on me and the information he was sharing was information from like 12 live streams ago on my channel. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'm like all of that information you are knowing and you super chatted, which I got a cut of, by the way. You super chatted details of some shit that you had to be watching me. It wasn't like he was like, I don't know who this dude is, and he sounds crazy. He literally had to been watching me consistently 
to say what he said to me, right? I was like, wow. I was like, damn, that's how, that's how much I know. And one thing I'm going to share about you guys, one thing I'm going to share is that when you're doing this as social media and you want big numbers, okay, you want big numbers, what you have to understand is this. The majority of your big numbers later on and your development, like, like you're like, hey, I got I got 90,000 subs. I want another 10,000 to get to 100,000. Well, those last 10,000 subs, 30 or 40% of them will be haters. <laughs> but you'll be celebrating. Hey, everybody, I got to 100K subs. But 30, 40% of those last 10% subs were haters, investigators, false alligators, people who don't agree with you. Huh? I'm telling you, because y'all celebrated Kevin Samuels. Look, he got 1.5 million subs, and guess what happened? Huh? Now, those weren't people celebrating him. Those 1.5 weren't people that were coming to congratulate him and, and share his message. So when I got all of a sudden, I got 60,000 uh, followers on Instagram in three weeks. You think these people love me? You think these people are like, oh, this guy's great. I found the second coming of whoever. No, these are half haters, half investigators, half watchers, half ninja watchers, half has haters. I know it is. Police department, FBI, CIA, RRS. I know what it is. And when you want to get popular on social media, I didn't ask to get popular. I just came and started talking my ish. But when you actually get popular on social media, you are also asking for people to watch you, whether they like you or not. There, there are people praying and praying for your downfall. There are people looking to investigate you. I'm, I'm just letting you know. There are people who are super-duper white knights, super-duper simps, and they are waiting to get in your comment section and light that ish up. Okay, you guys understand what I'm talking about. So never wish to be popular on social media. <laughs> never wish it because as soon as you ask for it you'll get it and then you never know people recognize me all the time since i moved to las vegas shit i always say if the people who recognize me say something what about the people who never say anything that's what i always think i was like well damn these people actually stopped said hi hey i recognize you from x y and z you know the other half of people watching your ass Ain't saying nothing. Just watching you the entire time, waiting for your ass to slip. We've seen this happen. We've seen this happen with uh, content creators where the person will be uh, six football fields away and somebody's taking pictures of this person and say, oh, this person's here and there. And they never even confronted the person. They never said, hey, X, Y, and Z. They just take a picture of your ass from far away. I'm teaching you guys. I'm teaching you guys. Never think that this is everybody that supports you. Everybody that follows you is a supporter. Okay. He says paranoia inducing, but it's, it's real. It's real. Um, what do you call it? Even content creators follow you and they never say shit. <laughs> like there's dudes in here with millions of subscribers. He watching right now. I'm not pointing anybody out, but they watching. There's people who ask me for interviews. I'm like, how do you know about me? They know about me. And they have big followings. They ain't in here in the comment section in the live chat. They just sitting back chilling. You see what I mean? 
So understand that about this particular type of thing. This is what this is how it works. And if you ever wanted to know how it works and how I sleep at night and what I think about all of this, this is what I think about it. I ain't jumping around like, oh, I'm gonna get a hundred thousand. Already got a hundred thousand on my other channel. And look at what happened to it. <laughs> look at what happened to it. Who got to it? The haters, the people who were watching that didn't agree. So I'm not about to sit here and be like, oh, I'm gonna do it again and I want this and all that. I'm just out here trying to give men information. And I sleep with the glizzy right next to the on the right. I sleep with it right here. All right. Just in case somebody gets a little froggy. Because people do try to get froggy and roll up in here. <laughs> uh, anyway. What, shout out. And, and, and your exes are watching you. Your ex-girlfriends are watching. Your, your ex-wives are watching you. Your ex-wife's friends are watching you. Your ex-wife's family's watching you. Your, your kids' friends are watching you. My kids' friends find me all the time on YouTube or Instagram. <laughs> and they be like, and I'm like, tell your friends to stop watching. But for some reason to them, they're like, wow, your father's on YouTube. That's fantastic. D.A. Jones says, damn, and I live in H-Town. No baby mama terrors for me ever. Be careful out there. And th uh, Thrilla says, my baby mom never put me on child support. So congratulations on that one. That It's rare. It does happen. So there are women in here saying, I know the system. I know the system, and I would never put my man on child support. This is why I will tell you, any woman that puts your puts you on child support is literally saying, I'm going to hold a knife to your neck. I mean, it's basically an act of war. It's never a situation she was like, well, this would be the best for us. Make sure the money funnels into the right hands and it'll be all good. I'll make good use of it. We'll have receipts. We'll get a spreadsheet. I'll show you the receipts. I won't take credit for spending your money on the kids. I'll actually say, hey, daddy's doing a good job paying his child support and he's supporting us on the side. It's never that. It's always, I'll put you on child support if you don't. It's always a threat. It's It's never... We'll work together and we'll negotiate a proper settlement where we won't put you on. It's always a situation where we're going to hurt you. Pen, we're going to penalize you. It's used as a penalty. So people who don't put a, their ex on child support, and this goes for men and women, they know it's a bad system. It's not the right, correct system to use against your ex-spouse uh, or your ex-boyfriend or baby mama or whatever it is. They know that. They know it's a system that is basically going to be used to tattletale and extort you. But anyone who does use it, I declare it as an act of war. If you do that, all negotiations are off. I won't talk to you ever again. You can have the kids. You can do whatever the hell you want. It's all on you. The hell with you. It's a threat. All right. It's basically them just put, taking you to the to the electric chair or taking you to the hangsman's noose. Here's the hangsman's noose. Pay up. All right. And that's how I would tell you guys to act. If somebody does threaten you with that, you basically say, oh, you just trying to attempt to hurt me. Uh, let's see here. And it's normally done in, it's normally done like, ah, I'm going to do this to you. Uh, let me do a couple more PayPal's and I got a couple more videos. We check. Oh shit. It's two hours and 30 minutes. Oh shit. I'm going to have to be quick. That's what he said. I'll play it quick. All right. I know you guys are chilling. I had an appointment canceled. So I had an appointment canceled. 
Yeah, but the minute they start doing this, uh, here it is right here. I said I was going to tell you about this story. Man deletes. He shoots and deletes his ex-wife. I would never encourage anyone to do this and go full OJ. Um, and deletes himself. Never do that either. After she posted a, about her marriage woes on TikTok. So she ran to the court of public opinion, as women tend to do. And it says right here, um, the first few months of my divorce, of any divorce journey is darkest. I'm full of anxiety. Here you go. Why she anxiety? Why she have anxiety? It's not because she's anxious. It's because there's a there's a something causing it. She says, I'm fully anxiety, sleepless nights, wondering if you're doing the right thing, thinking Allah abandoned you and feeling hopeless. You are not a failure because your marriage did not work out. All right. But you're not successful just because it did. You see, says, be gentle with your heart during this stage. Time does heal all things and it will get better. She put this on her TikTok. What happened? Oh, he was like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> he was like. I got something for your ass. All right, let's go ahead and continue here. I don't encourage violence against anyone. Oh, I can't play that. I can't. Yo, 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 yo. All right, so I can't play the audio. And here it is right there. There's his wife. There's her right there. His ex. As you can see, she's going to go to her 304 phase. This is what she looked like as a wife. I told you these stages. Go watch my stream on stages yesterday. All right, so this is what she, wait a minute. This is what she looked like when she was the wife. And then she went to her three or four stage. She went to the next stage. Now she's out in these streets, right? In these streets. Continue. <laughs> she about to get pounded six ways a Sunday here. When you reclaim your autonomy as a 28-year-old South Asian Muslim woman who's always been a people pleaser and get your first tattoo. Oh, she in these streets. In these streets. She in these streets, huh? She went full bore 304 phase. Now, this is a woman who you would say, I would, she would never do that to me. And that's you. She's traditional, coach. And that's you. She would don't have tattoos. She's a virgin. And that's you. She's doing everything for the family. And that's But you. again, she's now saying, now I'm going to find myself. I reclaim my autonomy. What, were you forced into the marriage? And that's you. I, re I reclaimed my, guys, they say stuff like this. You'll be amazed. Well, I lost my younger years and I missed it and I got lost in here. Literally, you dragging your ass. You actually rolled the dice on the legal. And now she's like, I reclaim my autonomy. And that's you. She about to be in these streets. <laughs> she want to be in these streets. And now she's now, well, she can't be now. So she got her first tattoo. Oh, look at that. Discreet tattoos, small tattoos. I'll tell you about women who do this. They're tempting fate. They actually want to go out there and be full-blown 304s, but they, they really don't have it in them. But they want to be it. They want to actually experience it, but they, they don't really have it in them. So they, they might get their cheeks clapped by one or two chads, and they'll return back to. And that's you. Um. So here it is. These are people. Oh, and I'm so happy right now. I'm not happy. <laughs> Boy, whoever. Why do y'all say I'm full of hate? This is very predictable. I tell you what the marriage will is. I created the marriage rule for this exact reason. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. She asking for alimony. I don't know if they have children. She wants support. She's going to be out there. Continuing. Um, I'm so happy right now. Um, oh, she got a lot to say. This is why he went deletion on her. He says, it's painful to walk away from someone you once loved, 
but it's even more painful to love someone who is careless with your heart. So this is the damn little distress. This is a court of public opinion bullshit. All right. That's all this is. And she's simp wolf whistling. All right. She's simp wolf whistling. So she's trying to get attention in terms of the simps. I'll treat you better. I'll treat you better. I can't believe a guy would treat you like that. All right. So this is what she's doing here. Now she's, you know, she's definitely doing the siren. She's doing the siren, basically not saying anything, looking at who films bullshit like this. Like who's filming this? I know I film stuff like who's filming this. Hey, fill me with holding these flowers, saying nothing. All right, here we go. Fill me. Yeah. Siren. All right. She got more to say, boy. She throwing his ass under the bus. <laughs> when you get married and it didn't even last a year. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait. Yo, not even a year, bro. So imagine this dude. He like, what the hell did I just do? And what does it say here? I guess this is her divorce party. Yeah, he was like, and he took himself out. Hey, guys, y'all got to stop with these women, man. <laughs> y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop with the hope strategy. Y'all get the hope strategy in it. I get it. And then guess what? Yep. All right. Let me show you one more video if y'all want to kick it a little bit longer. Oh, uh, we'll do a little bit more, I guess, on child support. But let me go through a couple quick stories real quick. Uh, here's the situation right here that we were talking about. Uh, women can lie. Women can create a narrative, cause all kind of collateral damage, and then they'll rarely pay a penalty. So this is the woman in the Duke lacrosse case. I did a great story on her where she accused uh, like 18 white guys on the Duke lacrosse team somewhere in the 2000s of, um, of, of graping her. She was a stripper part time and she was trying to hide uh, the fact that she was doing these side works, getting banged out for money uh, on and then um, and then she actually claimed that these white guys raped her. It was in North Carolina. It caused a lot of racial tension. It came up the fact that she lied. All right. And she lied. She was not truthful and she didn't go to jail. However, however, she ended up deleting her boyfriend. She ended up later being uh, found guilty of murder. So listen. You can't make this up. You can't make this up. How dare you? She actually deleted a man later on. I think set his ass on fire, if I'm not mistaken. It says the woman who falsely accused three Duke University lacrosse players of great was convicted of second degree deletion Friday in the stabbing of stabbed him, stabbed her boyfriend. This is what happens, man. She should have been under the jail. Throw false accusers under the jail. But nope, you let her ass go away. She knew no accountability or responsibility. She was like, yep, yep. She caused all kind of collateral damage. And then she got went out there and then actually deleted somebody. You can't make this stuff up. Last video. Here's a man right here. It says right here, man jailed on Christmas Eve for child support because he can't work 40 hours due to a back injury. Well, they don't hear nothing about that. They don't care about that. The audio's a little fuzzy, but hang tight. And so here, here's your baby mama. Right over here, she got her goofy-ass simp, uh, devil's advocate-ass lawyer over here, or liar. He's getting paid either she's ducking this sick, or he's working on contingency, or she borrowed money from her monster-in-law to pay the lawyer, or she stole the money from the kid's savings account. One of them. She did not pay this lawyer straight off of work money. <laughs> Just letting you know. Continuing. Boy, y'all be like, damn, where does he come up with this stuff? I know. Trust me, I know. Continuing. She did not pay out of it with her work money. 
She probably is works at a diner, son. Continue. Okay, we're here in case number 99-DR-0535, Kimberly Oldbrook. If she had enough money to pay the lawyer, she wouldn't need no child support. That's what I'm telling you. Like a person that has enough money to be like, all right, I'll pay $5,000 for a retainer on a lawyer. She don't need your child support money. But she in here begging this dude for probably $200 a month. She's dragging his ass. So I guarantee you she did not pay this guy any money from her earnings, potentially. I mean, allegedly, period. Olbrecht. 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 I'll get it right. That's okay. Versus Russell Olbrecht. The parties are both present today proceeding with that counsel. Child Support Enforcement Agency is represented by Assistant Prosecuting Attorney Nick Buckmeyer. We're here for a purge hearing that arises from the August 21st agreed judgment entry of contempt. Mr. Buckmeyer. Thank you, Your Honor. Mr. Albrock had a monthly obligation. Here come the simp. Here come the simp enforcer. Let me tell the story. Watch when you see his ass. Watch when you see what he looked like. Here come the simp enforcer. He didn't do this and he didn't do that. You don't even get no damn chance to be like, look, man, this is what I did. This is what I did. This is what I did. They just going to come in here, bury your ass procedurally. Obligation of $265.22. Wait, wait. Did they say $200? Had a monthly obligation of two hundred and sixty-five dollars. Two hundred and sixty-five dollars. I said it was about two fifty, didn't I? Two. Yeah, she works at a diner. Two sixty-five. She has him in court. <laughs> if she needs two sixty-five a month, guys, pay your two sixty-five. If you ever get on child support, you'd be blessed to be on two sixty-five. She's in court for 260. You're telling me she paid this lawyer many times if it's child support court. The lawyer works for the child support. So these assistant prosecutors don't aren't hired by the woman. These people are child support attorneys and enforcers. So that's 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 kind of what you guys don't understand. And child support says we work with both parents, but when you show up to court, they sitting on her side of the table. They're not sitting on your side of the table, right? Continuing. No, there's no such thing as public defenders in child support court because the family court is an administrative court. It is not a judicial court. So there's no public defenders. There's not even a right to an attorney if you don't have or can't afford an attorney. It's an administrative court and they don't have any judicial powers other than other than what you volunteer for or contempt of court that's the only judicial power that they have everything else is administered meaning you agree or disagree or a judge rules you guys got to do your paperwork you guys got to do your homework on these courts he says they can put you in jail only on contempt or if you go up in there uh knocking over stuff <laughs> all right but the only thing they can jail you on is uh violating the court order which is contempt of court that's it. And they can administer your bad credit report, all that stuff. It's an administrative court. There's a four-month purge period with a sentence of 20 days. Uh, Mr. Albrock has complied at a 46% rate. He's paid $495 of a total of $1,060.88. They got all his damn information. And look at the stacks of files on his desk. Leaving him six hundred and ten dollars and eighty-eight cents short. 
How much? How much is he short? How much? Leaving him $610.88 short. So that's about two and a half months back child support that he's short. 600 but Guys, I don't know what financial position you're in. <laughs> I don't know what financial position you're in, but $600? I'm about to be in court for 600 measly-ass dollars. You dragging me for 600 bucks? Both of these people are pitiful. These are oxygen thieves for sure. If it ain't got five figures on it, I don't want to hear your damn voice. I want to, until I'm 10K short, I don't want to hear a damn thing. $600. <laughs> she jamming you up with pride for $600. How pitiful do you, bruh, man. They got seven kids? Oh, my God. Okay, Mr. Albrecht, um, could you please write? Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> All right. He said the IRS will want that 600. Ah, yeah, you're right about that. And interest and late fees and penalties and whatnot. Look at this dude right here. Yep, sir. You used to love her. Y'all used to drink Mountain Dew together, eat beef jerky and sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, all kind of Funyun rings and all of that stuff. Y'all used to eat all of that stuff. Paydays. All right. Drinking Natty Lights. Remember all those good days drinking, uh, 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 smoking camels? Remember all that? Yeah, all that don't mean nothing now, son. Do you swear or affirm to tell the truth? No, nah, no, nah, I ain't swearing to nothing. Nope, I ain't swearing to nothing. Don't swear me in. <laughs> Hand down in my pockets. Hand in my pockets. Stand up. Hand in my pockets, swearing to nothing. <laughs> okay, do you agree with what Mr. Buckmeyer is representing? And he got and he got dressed up for this occasion. Okay, so why the shortfall? What had happened was, what had happened was, he said eating corn dogs and damn pork and beans. Hurt my back. I haven't been working too much, but he's got yeah. I showed him the page tops. I have been working. I'm paying as much as I can. When you say you showed them the pay stubs, are they taking it out as a wage withholding? No, no, I pay on my own. So are you working for an employer where we could get a wage withholding? Uh, yeah. uh he's shuffling. Oh, well, you know, under the table. and uh, <laughs> This sounds like a date to me. I'm, a, I'm a, like on call. On call. When they need me, they call me in. Maintenance or anything else. So what you're telling me is you're not going to get a W two for the year. Yeah. Oh, W two wage slave ass dudes. Oh, you W two dudes are in trouble. Not going to get a W two for the year. Yeah, I will. You will get a W two, yeah. so there could be a wage withholding. Oh, yeah, you could. Did you get? He get paid under the table. <laughs> he get paid under the table, so he like f all that wage withholding. Uh, uh, you ain't garnishing my wage. But. Guys, when you get into court, if you get into this position, just go ahead and chalk up that L. Chunk up the L, say what y'all want, and have your bail money. Come on, man. Give Mr. Buckmeyer the information about your employer. He did, Your Honor. Okay. Yep, uh, he gave up info. Uh, Ms. Olbrock, do you have anything you want to say? Uh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Do you, wait a minute. What do you wait? 
what do you mean do you have something you want to say? You have representation. You have an attorney right there to speak for you. What the hell are you giving her the floor for? The reason why he's saying yes and no is because it's not just being on call. Um, she know all the damn details. She about to spill the beans. He doesn't have a steady income coming in. I already spoke to his brother about She's been smoking packs of menthols. He technically does not work for Global Electric. I, okay, so here you go right here. I already spoke to his brother. Guys, when if you ever get in a situation where somebody's ex comes up to you, hi, how you been doing? Hey, and just shooting the shit, she documented all of that information you give. And you start running your mouth like a potty mouth, like a damn uh, running toilet. And she takes all of that information. And she takes it right to court. I talked to his brother. The reason why he's saying yes and no is because it's not just being on call. Um, he doesn't have a steady income coming in. I already spoke to his brother about it. He technically does not work for Club Electric. He's just like on standby if they absolutely need him. That's what he said. He said that. Why are you, why are you bringing that up? He said that. I work on call. He tried to explain that, but now you have to throw his ass under the bus and the brother. Other hand, and he's around, and they bring him in. But in order to garnish his paycheck, he needs a paycheck to do that. Yep, give me my money. <laughs> give me my damn money. He need a paycheck. Tell him to go get a job. Tell his ass to go get a job so I can get my money. So when you go in there, you're like, well, I ain't got no job. I kind of work on my self-employed, but I ain't making no money in my self-employment. Well, go get a job. And if he's going to be on call, he's never going to have a paycheck. I'm tired of coming to court, ma'am. I'm tired of coming to court. I'm tired of dragging his ass to court. $600. I mean, I work five, six days a week, you know, to support the kids. I always have. Okay, so what the kids doing while you working five, six days a week? Are they with the daddy? Nope. You probably work at a diner at Denny's in the middle of the midnight. Where the kids at? Are they with the daddy? Nope, nope. With your mama, they with your mama-in-law, monster-in-law, so forth and so on, and you restricting custody against them for $200. Continue. You know, I just would like the money that's due to me. So they like the tattletale on your ass. They're going to take you right to the courthouse. Tattletale, put all your business out there, get all your paperwork collected, put all your business out there. Point is, is the court expects you to work full time, and the court expects the support to come in the full amount every month. So yes and no really doesn't get us where we need to be. Oh yeah, somebody said the money is not for you, ma'am. Exactly, the money is not to make it through the month with your budget. Child support is not woman support. It is not baby mom support. It's child support. But you're like, I can't pay my bills and I'm anxious about not meeting my obligations. It ain't for you. Well, it qualifies because actually the rent goes on to sheltering the kid. No, it's not for you. You should have enough money to make rent. You should have enough job to make rent. Child support is not to pay your rent <laughs> and keep your damn bills on. Technically, maybe yes, but no. And if that's the case, you need a second job. Put the kids with the father because obviously he ain't working. Now you flip it. If she if she wasn't working and he was working, they just take his money. But he can't work because he has a back injury. She can work. 
Why don't they put the kids with him? Why don't they give the kids to the father? And then make her pay him $200 a month, right? Mm. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. It don't work like that. And yep, he says, make the woman pay him. You obviously got a job. So if you got the job and you miss, I work five or six days a week hard for the money at Denny's. Why don't I keep care of the kids and you pay me? Huh? <laughs> nope. Nope. Continuing. The file says we, we've had this conversation before or something like it. So can you get 40 hours a week from this employer? Nope. Nope. I can't say for sure. Well, Mr. Albrecht, I'm going to find that you haven't purged the contempt because you really didn't get there. You're up for um, 20 days in the Medina County Jail. 20 days. Oh, my God. 20 days. And remember, this is Christmas Eve. Why are they holding court on Christmas Eve? That's damn criminal. 20. And I'm going to impose a sentence effective immediately. Immediately. Well, then she won't get her money for it. She's not. Uh, <laughs> well, she ain't going to get no money while I'm in the clink. While I'm, while I'm in the clink. The judge came back smart. Well, you, see, they've been dealing with this a lot. She like, you ain't been giving the money anyway, fool. <laughs> you going there for 20 days in jail before Christmas. And look at look at Barney Fife coming in behind us. What the hell is she going to do? I'm going to have to put her ass in the RKO. She roll up on me like that. But anyway. She said, get your ass up. Six hundred dollars, man. Look at him. You know she cheesing. She grinning from ear to ear, and he still got to pay it. Twenty days in the clink, bro. You can't come up with two hundred. Oh my lord! Oh, Mr. Oh, see, every time a man talks, they just hearings over. Oh, cut him off. He was about to say you. That's what he was about to say. But he said, hey, Kim, Merry Christmas. And then they tried to cut his ass off. Hearing's over. Mr. Albright, you hear it? Watch this. He wanted to say kiss my ass, but he didn't get it out. Boy, they know how to cut your ass off, don't they? They do the same thing. Hearing's over. Oh, we don't hear anything. Oh, shut up. Even the even the bar, Brenda Fife, Barney Fife part two told him to shut up. The judge told him to show, shut up. The court clerk told him to shut up. Take your ass to jail. Yep. Go to the clink. <laughs> wow. Bitter and hurt, I say. All right, bitter and hurt, right? Let me see. That's everything. Uh, let me make sure we do have a few more contributions. Like I said, if you want to play against the system and fight the system, you can. Um, you can, but I would suggest that you have a lot of money to do so and to play the games back that they're going to play on you, or or just pay, walk away, pay and walk away. Don't fight it. Whatever they put on you, pay it. Shut the hell up. Okay, that's another thing you could do. Pay your support. Um, if they have to go through all of these, the baby mama's not cool with you. I know a lot of dudes. Man, my baby mom's cool. Yeah, I, she took me to court five times. No. She's not cool with you. She's she's extorting you legally. She's not cool with you. And then every time you open your mouth about something that happens or you get a raise, she modifies it. She takes you in and she plays the damsel in distress and she calls you a deadbeat. She's not cool with you, son. 
Somebody said, I can't answer those questions. You know, I mean, anything related to those things, I can't talk about. The ultimate warriors in the building, aka Paul Rebel. He says, Met coach Greg in person. The guy is solid. He's got a great attitude, and we're going to get him a sponsorship support. Appreciate you, man. He says, Never forget, yo. And this man dropped the wallet three times. I can't tell you what he did. He dropped it three times in the building here. Yes, indeed. I got money. He says, never forget, quote, for every sacrifice you make, you're given something greater in return. Indeed. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Sponsorship, 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 sponsorship. All right. This is why we do this. It's a great time for men. This is a great time for men. And we got to take advantage of this opportunity to speak up and show these things to other men because uh, I can't tell you enough what's going on. You guys can use all of this uh, shaming language against me and you ain't got no game. The reality is this is what's up. And I know one content creator who shouldn't even be talking about this. His ex-wife would dump his ass in the river right now. <laughs> right now. He get used and abused up by his ex-wife right now. Shout out to, to the Jimmy ZTT. Pay attention, class. These examples are from the George W. Bush community where the women are more agreeable than, than uh, to their men and still they get great. It's more vicious when going through divorce on the Martin Luther King community. He says, even if their love was like no other love. So, yeah, I didn't even show you um, the Martin Luther King community type situations. I showed you the suburbs. And these were traditional women. Oh, I'm traditional. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'll take, take care of the kids. And they get screwed. Maryland guys, uh, famous last words, but I don't pay. Oh, what about that? What about the guy say, I don't pay? You're going to pay. <laughs> you pay before or after you rarely ever get away from free shout out to sau if they try to finesse me again i'm prepared if i fail he says if it fails i'm taking myself off the grid f the kids cold veins and so the kids lose a lot of a lot of well, and that only sets up the narrative that you ran away from your kids sadly enough men choose that men choose that men just say and then they lose their kids. These are kids that they saw a future with. I want to see my kid, you know, go through the, the, uh, preschool and elementary school and get promoted. I want to see them graduate from junior high school. I want to see them graduate from high school. I want to be there when they get their first driver's license. I want to I be there when they graduate high school and pick their college. I want to be there when, when, when they get married or get their first girlfriend or go to homecoming. You're going to be cut out of all of that. Most of you guys will be cut out of all of that at some particular point. I'm going to be there for parents night when my kid plays their last varsity football game. You're going to show up and your ex-wife and her boyfriend will be walking your kid out on parents night. And you'll be sitting in the stand steaming, steam coming out of your ear. What is this shit? You won't even be invited to parents night. You won't even be invited to the game. I, guys, I coached basketball for 15, 16 years. I've seen those situations where the biological father's in the stands or he didn't even wasn't even invited, and the mom and the stepdad walked the kid through the fucking balloons, and, and they said, uh, coming in with the mom and the stepdad, the dad's in the stands. And I'm sitting there going, wow. He says, cop arresting you during the assembly time. You're going, wow. And everybody looking at your ass. Thought that was your kid. Hmm? 
Hmm? And the dad was still paying child support and the dad probably bailed himself out of jail. He probably flew from wherever the hell he was to be there that night. And the kid probably said something like this. Let me tell you how it goes. I'm going to tell you what <laughs> I'm going to tell you how what the conversation was. Well, dad, um, you know, you, you and mom don't get along. We're uncomfortable with you being here. Uh, stepdad's been here for the last four or five years. He's been the he's been the dad that stepped up. So, you know, I, I, no hard feelings, but she just, she's uncomfortable around you. She's scared. She's fearful. So um, I don't want anything to happen. I don't want you guys to go wrestling each other in the middle of the floor. So why don't you stay in the stands? You watching like this. That was my seed right there. Guys, this is real. What I'm telling you is real. This is not fake. This is real stuff. Men deal with this. And instead of the son or the daughter saying, mom, you sit in the stands, they'll never tell mom to sit in the stands. They'll tell you to sit in the stands. They'll tell you not to come to the graduation party. They'll tell you. And you pay for their car. You pay for their car insurance. Yeah, you paid it because you paid it through child support. And they'll tell you. And somebody said, it's, it's not that that coach. The mother blackmails the kids. And that's why I told you where women abuse their kids. They threaten the kids. Tell your dad not to come. And if he comes and you and, and you have him walk down the aisle with him, uh, I'm not letting you take the car out all weekend. You name it. <laughs> somebody says, I'll be okay with that. Call me petty. Yeah, it is what it is. So, uh, guys, this is real scenarios. This is real life. This is real life. A lot of men deal with this, and a lot of men don't even talk about it. They just go. A lot of men don't have YouTube channels to talk about it. A lot of men don't have hundreds of thousands of subscribers to tell you these things. I do, and I'm putting myself on the line in the face of people calling me names and whatever. I'm telling you this stuff happens, and most men just suck it up, and they go back to their studio apartment. They go back to their bad credit. They go back to their fat girlfriend that they're dating and they just sit there. Oh shit. Like I didn't have no, <laughs> they sitting in their car with the rain dropping on it going like, what is life? <laughs> now I'm going to tell you what happens after that. Right around the age of 27, when their mom turns full blown Karen, one or two or three of your kids will come up and be like, Dad, why didn't you tell me? I found out X, Y, and Z, and my mom was this, and I found out what. They'll become a parent, and then they'll get dragged through the system. And they'll be like, damn, this is happening. And you was like, well, my mom, your mom did the same thing to me. What? Karma will come knocking. What do you mean my mom did that to you? Yeah, my mom did all, your mom did all of that shit that you got your baby mom doing to you right now. And you're like, why didn't you tell me that? Well, <laughs> right? That happens too. How many times did that happen? Uh, shout out to Vander Van. He says, salute to the coach for all this great content you're giving us men. We need this information. We all need this information. And you could decide for yourself. There's some positives that happen out of this, but, uh, you know, that's for another show. Uh, SAU says, the first time my kids turned their back on me, I'm pulling the plug on the money. Yep. And you have a right to do that. So um, you have a right to do that because there's no 
there's no the kids have no right. So you have a blue chip mindset and sometimes your kids will choose a side. It's not, you know, unfortunately for them. But um, if they do become deceptive, if they do take you for granted, you don't got to pay for their college. You ain't got to buy them a car. You ain't got to do you ain't got to do none of this. You'd be like, you live with your own decisions. You know, if they're old enough, if they're young enough, not so much. But, you know, if they've been abused and parental alienated. Right. Um, I wouldn't necessarily use that tactic. But if they're old enough and you'd be like, OK, that's what you're rolling with. OK. All right. If they take you for granted in your presence. Right. You got to make them feel your absence. So you can pull a plug. No college saving for you. All right. No college. No college program for you. Nothing. I'm sorry. You got to be cold, just like the middle of the winter in this mode. Yep. You'd be like, enjoy them student loans. Student loan life for your ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can pull the plug. See, those things are privileges. Those aren't rights. The kid doesn't have a right for you to pay for private school, right? That's a privilege. Take your ass to public school then. Shit, sign up for public school. I don't got to keep you. Now, the courts can try to mandate all that shit, but. They got to get the money from you. Um, but college, cars, those are privileges. Those aren't rights. So they'll try that bullshit and, and throw you under the bus and then say, well, pay for my car and pay for my car insurance and pay for my, I ain't got to pay a damn thing. <laughs> I ain't got to pay. That. that is a privilege. Understand what is a right and what is a privilege. I will pay for the things that you have a right to. The things that you have a privilege to, you're probably not going to get it. <laughs> so... All right, anyway, I'm a little bit cold, man. I'm cold with this mug. I'm cold in this game. And this is why I am who I am. Shout out to uh, where we at here. Underdog Glory says, appreciate the content. Thank you for these contributions, man. Thank you, brother. Shout out to Reggie Surgeoner. He says, can I shuffle Padron 26? All right. I'm going to play the shuffle at the end. I got to get done with this. Three hours? Shameful. Shout out to John. He says, protect coach at all costs. I'm giving you inside information they don't want you to know. New, 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 new world order. Uh, Jackson says, what time and days do you go live on locals? Sunday, 9 a.m. Are you the ops? <laughs> new, 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 new world order. <laughs> Ixnay on the time, A. Eh? All right. Locals, uh, Sunday, 9 a.m. West Coast time, Pacific Standard Time, which would be noon on the East Coast. All right. Uh. Mr. A. Carter, thanks for letting us know the real deal, coach. I teach you the real. I teach you the real, real, real information here. He says, coach, a nice guy compared to the coach gang. The coach gang is the lethal one. And if I, if I, get, if I forget my bail money, I'll let y'all know where to get me, man. I'll let, let y'all know where to pick me up, all right? A couple of brothers will know the info. Come and get your coach out. Come and get your coach out from these coats, these family coats. Um, anyway, shout out to the coach game. Sorry for the three hours, but it is what it is. We out of here. Hey, wait, 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 wait. We got to shuffle on out of here. That's what we going to do. Where's the shuffling at? Uh, nothing beats the shuffle. I said I was going to play the shuffle. I can't even find the clip. Oh, man. Did I delete it? Oh. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. 